I'm on a revenge mission to avenge my space family that was murdered by the space mafia. But before I can do that, I need to challenge the real threat of the universe. Piracy. I'm joined by my crew of Revengers, Brandon T. McClure. I didn't know I joined the Revengers. <laughs> you, you signed up, buddy. <laughs> oh, shit. Sparks witty. Hey, hey, hey. And Ben Magnet. I'm going to touch your boobs. What? <laughs> Is this a Punisher <laughs> reference that I don't know about? No. <laughs> what happened? If you're a child, you guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> have what you guys happened? Ever, do you guys that's want... A, that's a, <laughs> I'm, to all the women, <laughs> I am sorry. Who was talking Seth about Mc, women? Is that Mc, Seth MacFarlane thing? No, it's oh. a Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge thing. Oh, okay. It's like episode 50 where uh, I guarantee most of our audience didn't get that. Damn it. Got it. Um, I didn't get that. <laughs> I was just like, I wonder what, what uh, uh, they have to do with the Space Punisher. They don't. They, they have absolutely, nothing. Do absolutely it. nothing. It's all right. Hey, guys, my name's Ryan Eliopoulos. I'm not really Frank what, Castle. What was funny is right before we started recording, we were like, oh, we could turn Ryan down a bit because he's always really loud. And then he comes in with a quiet impression. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, okay. Well, Frank Castle's not a up. loud man. He's a, he's a passionate <laughs> man. I had to turn you off. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Well, I'm back to me. This is just me now. No, this is just you. Loud now. and proud. Uh, hey, guys. 177. We're back doing it. Yeah. Living life. Happy Super Bowl, everyone. We all watched the game. We love the game. No, the game's still going on right now. So much game. We all watched the game. <laughs> it's over. We love the game. We, we definitely love the game. They don't know when we record Great job this. to the team that wears the red jerseys on winning. You actually might be right. I know. No, as in because Kansas City. Oh, uh, no. Never mind. <laughs> ben is the only one who cares. About I'm the game. only one who's who's keeping <laughs> track. Um, uh, hi, guys. How are you? Good. What's your, how was your guys' week? Who wants to go first with their week? I'll go first. Ryan, you go Let's first. Let's start the week with 1897 Romania. I watched BBC's Dracula. All of it at once because it was because I was it was one o'clock in the morning and I wasn't going to sleep anytime soon. Uh, I like that show a lot, you guys. Yeah. Uh, did you watch Sherlock? Uh, I watched the first two seasons of Sherlock and then I really really hated it. Cool. Uh, I agree. Uh, I kind of don't like Sherlock anymore. Yeah. Uh, after realizing, I uh, just really hated Moffitt what stuff. I really hated what what he did with uh, Irene Adler. One hundred percent. That was awful. Yeah. Awful. Um, I will say he makes up for it with with uh, uh, the main character Agatha Van Helsing. Uh, it's basically like like a contest between Dracula and Agatha, all three episodes across time, which is really cool. Because I heard about what happens in the third episode. Yeah, and I told you about it. Um, it's you either accept it or you don't, and I accepted it hard. It's hilarious. It's super fun. Uh, it's may- maybe my favorite modern Dracula uh, out of all. Like I don't Dracula Untold. I, listen, I like that movie, but like the game is on. <laughs> but like this Jack, he's like a Danish actor that I don't know anything about. He's so charismatic and he's so like seductive and like all the ways Dracula should be. But he's also really funny uh, in a way Dra- I've never seen Dracula be. Um, I think you guys should just all give at least the first episode a chance because it is like a period piece. And uh, I think there's some really, really gross stuff that's like, wow, like this is this is really tragic in a way I didn't expect. I have I, ha- I have an intention of seeing it, but. Moffat's name on anything. No, really I agree. Me off. Uh, I, I that's why I initially put it off. But somebody on Twitter, I really like, really liked it. So I gave the first episode a shot, and I was like, "Oh man, this is exactly the kind of thing that I wanted with this Dracula." Yeah. Um. It's it's really it's really like 21st century progressive Dracula. He's about all the dudes and the ladies, whatever. He's, okay. He likes people. He does a great line where he's like, "I love people," and, and Agatha's like, "So you why do you kill them?" And she's like, "Well, why do you pick flowers?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, Dracula, I, I see you. <laughs> he ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. Um, I did that. Did we do anything, Sparks? I don't know if we did. No. No? No. I don't even remember what I did this we week. Just, we just talked at each other. Oh, yes, we did. I'm sorry. No, I don't we remember. Watched, we watched two episodes of Umbrella Academy. We did. Oh, yeah. Which, Which episodes? 
Four and five. Four and five. What, what happened in them? What did happen? Uh, oh God! Uh, the mom. <laughs> it, it, it ends. It ends at the point where. Did you watch it? Ben? Uh, did you watch the they, okay, okay. They uh, five made the deal with the lady in the. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh yeah! And the the ice lady. cream truck part, yes, and then yes. and then uh, the the dude was making out with Ellen Page and her. Yes. L- yeah. L- Lewis Leonard. Whatever. Leonard. Leonard. Yeah. That's guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that show a lot. I watched uh, a full season and almost a half of Star Wars Rebels. Yes. Um, the Mandalorian stuff's really cool. You're almost done with it. Th- I am almost done with it. I have chugged through that show in like a month. Yeah. Uh, uh, four seasons, 20, 20 episodes, twenty two episodes each. Mm-hmm. Um, Thrawn guys. Ben Thrawn. Yeah. Thrawn's really cool. So I've heard. Thrawn is so cool. He might be like my, my like I've only seen him a little bit, but he's like one of my <laughs> new favorite Star Wars characters because he's just so cold and calculated and like he's like, he's never wrong. Yeah, everything he's like about, never wrong. Everything about Thrawn that I've heard of, he just doesn't take anyone's shit. He's just when so he smart. Takes, when he takes Hera's fam- family uh, uh, emblems, like yeah. the, the little thing for the Twilight's family, uh, and he's just like, you know, it's not even that I don't like you. I didn't do this because I didn't like you. I did it because it's beautiful and I like the culture of the Twi'leks. And yeah. Dude. <laughs> he has like a really like interesting view on why he's an imperial and like what he yeah. thinks the empire's he's like gonna do. It's like space Star Wars Victor Von Doom. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and actually, that guy would make a good Victor Von Doom, the guy who who plays him. Mm-hmm. Um, I beat Star Wars colon Jedi colon Fallen Order. No, no, no. It's Star Wars colon Jedi dash Fallen Order. Shit. There's a period somewhere in there. Um, we're period. gonna talk about that game real soon, so I'm not gonna go too much into yeah. it. I think that game's really fun. Um. I was browsing on YouTube, and then I saw there was a Fake Nerds Watch for uh, this Picard show. Um, What's a Fake Nerds Watch? It's, it's a show that we nerd about in comic okay, books and cool, movies cool, and stuff. Cool, yeah. uh, so I watched that. Uh, you're probably asking, why would I watch that if I haven't watched the show? I watched the first episode of Picard. Because on YouTube. Because it's free on YouTube. Yeah. Um, you're not wrong about that thing being Blade Runner. Yeah. It is literally the plot of Blade Runner. There are synthetics on a different planet who work in a shipyard who revolt. I'm like, wow, that really sounds familiar. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, that being said, I think it's really well made and really well shot. Um, it's not the Star Wars Trek that I kind of wish it was, yeah. but um, it is trying to be something different, and I think Patrick Stewart is really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I think the, all, the whole cast is good, and like the, the, the idea that it's... That Alison Pill scene. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah, and like the stuff with... Um, with like just like an interview about like the the uh, it was Romulus that was destroyed in Star Trek so, yeah, 09. Star Trek 09, uh, ro- the inciting incident of that series is that the Rom is that the Romulus star exploded and ma- made a massive supernova that destroyed Romulus. Yes, and that's what Nero's motivation is because he blames Spock for that, and that's what happens in 2009. And it's really cool that it ties in. Off in it ties world, into yeah. to those new movies with original Star Trek. Yeah, and I I didn't even think of that being a thing. I'm like, oh, that's a really awesome idea. Yeah, because it still happened in this yeah. timeline. Yeah. Um. So I. I'm not gonna pick up CBS All Access, but like I, I thoroughly enjoyed that first episode. I think. Yeah. Um, and then what else did I do? I think that's it. I read some more X Men comics. X Men is really good right now. Um, if you guys, I put my hands out to the world. If you guys are reading X Men, uh, X Men Five and then X Force Six really expand on uh the resurrection stuff that Krakow is doing and Xavier's assassination. And there's a lot more seediness and grossness than maybe was implied, which makes this whole thing like so much more juicy and it's like, oh man, they're gonna something bad's gonna happen. It's gonna be really bad. Uh somebody pointed out on Twitter that you had Hoxpox and you have the Dawn of X Docs. And then if there's an event called the Fall of X, it's Fox. Jesus. Fox is the end of the X-Men. <laughs> Jesus. I thought that was so funny. That was my week. Thanks for stopping by. Hawks, Docs, Fox. Yes. <laughs> Fall of X. Anyone else wants to want to go? I can go. I'm I'll go. I'm real short. Um, you're like, you're, you're about that, you're five. I finished <laughs> Dooku Lost, 
the audio adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I did. Tell me about it. It was, it was good. Um, I stand by like the things I said last week, which is like certain voice actors not fitting roles and things like that. Sure. But, um, overall, the story was was pretty good by the end of it. Um, I think the most interesting tidbit to come out of it is that when when Dooku left the Jedi Order, it wasn't on like bad terms. Mm-hmm. It was on like mutual amicable terms, where he said. I just don't feel like we're doing enough, and I feel like I need to do more for this whole planet that was the planet that he comes from. Mm-hmm. Is he like Sinestro? Because um, he doesn't go back to his home world? Yeah, Ar- he might Ar- be. Arguably, that, there's a good case for That's that. That's cool. No, yeah. I, just, yeah. I didn't even think about um, that. I like that. And, and it's definitely like there's a lot more implication of... Because you, you there is one moment where Palpatine shows up, and it's long before Dooku leaves the Jedi Order. It's like in a brief encounter thing, and he's meeting like a lot of other senators at the time. So it's not special except for if you know it's Palpatine. Mm-hmm. But to Dooku, it doesn't mean anything. Um, there's an implication of like, Dooku really did, whatever plan he he's told by Palpatine, he really does think is a way to like restructure not just the government, but the Jedi Order, and make it something that really actually helps people. Mm-hmm. And he has no idea, like what really is going to go down. Um, it's interesting. He drank the Kool Aid almost. Yeah, he really like. he really does. Yeah. Uh, but it, it does make uh, Dooku a much more tragic character, where he leaves off at the end of the story, and then like it is cutting to you know before before the story's over, like who he is now, and it's like, oh man, you you messed up. Yeah. Um, uh, I won't. I won't spoil the ending. It's. It also is just as revealing about Asajj's Asajj Ventress's character. Um, by the end of it, I felt like the whole thing could be a really good video game, or just there should be a video game about Asajj Ventress as the main character. I just want her. I think that would period. be a really good like counterpoint because there you'd be allowed to just be a bad person, yeah. but explore. There's there is enough character story to like explore a lot of good stuff with her. Yeah. Um, and I think that would be really really cool. A game like that. Um, the Jedi like in the Fallen of the... Order sequel she'll be in it no 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 I'd, I'd say like I'd want a game where she's the main character and uh, you're playing in the middle of the Clone Wars and it's like her when she's when she's doing assassin jobs for Dooku on the side did you get to Maul's death <clears throat> in Rebels yeah. Twin Sons episode that's so 20 that's good yeah that it's is actually so and it's good. super underplayed and very it's not like a big action scene like it's yeah. really personal uh, and Darth Maul underestimates Obi-Wan. <laughs> well what I, what I love about it is that if you watch the st- it's all in stance and mm-hmm. what I what I love so much about that is the stance is on, I'm sorry I wanted an opportunity to, to talk about this again. Dude I want to talk about it all day. <laughs> to talk about it again. I was going to be like we've talked about this before. <laughs> no but, but what I love about it is that like, you look at Obi-Wan and he immediately he because he's taken aback by 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 by, by the Maul. presence of Maul, mm-hmm. he, t- he takes his prequel stance. But the and, pace sign thing And is. then he does Qui-Gon's stance before he attacks uh, to trick Maul into thinking that he's going to to be able to take him like he did Qui-Gon. And that's the that's the kind of the play that they that they that they do with each other to try to like throw each other mm-hmm. off the yeah. off the and that's why it's so quick because Maul was taken aback. It's mo- so much more like like one of those samurai scenes where it's like two people slice you don't know who won. Yeah. Then it is like a giant epic uh, battle which I'm so glad it wasn't. Yeah. Cuz like it's old man Obi-Wan. I don't want to see that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I li- I like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. The dark saber is really cool. Sabine's the dopest. Uh, yeah. the, her training episode is probably my favorite episode of the whole show. Yeah, that's that, that episode was was awesome. You met Wedge. Oh my god, the the wedge, the Antilles extraction is yeah. what the episode's called. I'm like, I know what this episode's about. Hell yeah. Yeah, one of the things I like about Rebels is that they talk about like uh, the Y wings were already old ships before the rebellion got their hands on them. Um, and so like 
filling in that back canon yep. of like this is how the rebellion got a lot. How they got the shield generator and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that stuff. Good. That was a good show. Mm-hmm. I agree. Anyway, I'm sorry to hijack your. Oh uh, no. Uh, yeah. Just I I finished that. Um, it's it's worth checking out. Um, I I imagine it's probably better to experience this on audio adventure than read the book of it, which is just the script. Yeah. Um, not like actual narrative story. Um, I will say that sound design wise, they do a really good job of of letting you hear the story. Um, I listened to another audio adventure thing that was about like five hours and it was, uh, Kate McKinnon and her sister doing this, uh, their own like comedy story about, uh, an evil queen dealing with a peasant rebellion, um, that they, they totally had made up and, and written. And it's like both modern and not modern at the same time because like they'll, they'll use cell phones, but also the banana peel slipping on a banana peel joke was just invented. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. So like it, it's a mix of all these things, uh, but it's, it was pretty entertaining. And that, that I was going to say like the sound design going from Dooku to that really st- <clears throat> stood out to me in favor of Dooku because I, I felt like uh, some sound design things weren't as strong in, uh, the uh, Kate McKinnon one. It's called All uh, All Heads Will Roll. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. Heads uh, will roll. And then I started another one where the sound design is almost entirely absent for filling in the idea of, of like what you're hearing in the story because it's still like a radio play. Like you're hearing yeah. characters engage with each other. It's not like an audio book. They're, they're doing an audio play. All three of these have been audio plays. And it's called Interview with a Robot. And it's... When sequel it's, to interview the vampire when it, it's a it's a police uh, uh it's a sorry it's not police it's a uh child services person talking to a 12 year old girl who's not a 12 year old girl she's an ai robot um and they're doing an interview but as she tells the story it constantly flashes black in her story and like there's never any sounds of the external world to relate to the actions that they de- that are happening to them or they describe and i'm like man this is rough mm-hmm. in comparison to dooku lost where there was excellent sounds to, I, man i to love when the they put like ambient noise and like footsteps and they like, make it yeah like, yeah yeah like, where it makes it feel like you can picture it all it's like, oh, yeah. like if you're watching something if you just closed your eyes like it's, it's like watching a movie yeah listening exactly. to a movie um so dooku lost did a great job of that just by comparison to those other things um past that everything i did this week was pretty much entirely related to schoolwork. And Ooh. watching Umbrella Academy with Ryan, but past that, we helped you with some school stuff. You did. You guys helped me with a project. Uh, there's just a lot of lot of schoolwork right now. So school is in yep. session. Yep. You watched Metropolis, 1927. I did. That was part of school. Heck yeah. Do you like that movie? I do like that movie. Mm. Uh, what version have you seen? When whatever, did you see it? Whatever version my professor put online. What? When did you watch it? Well, I took a I took a um, film class at uh, our community college. Sure, sure. But I I mean like really specifically like what year Be- was it? Between my June, my probably between my sophomore and junior year. So in 2010, um, they found they recovered the like after that. I guess they recovered like a, a 40 minutes of footage really? and then restored it. And apparently they restored it with a better cut and they redid the score for it. Mm-hmm. So it's practically a different film. And that's the version I watched is the post 2010 version, which has been improved. I don't think Ooh. I've seen that one. Yeah, it's 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 good. Is it on that app that you watch? Yeah, on oh, Canopy. Cool. Mm-hmm. I saw the anime. Same. Yeah, which is inspired by it and similar yes i forgot about the anime yep i like it ben you want to go next yeah sure i actually did quite a bit this week um i've also finished jedi fallen order so we're gonna be talking about that later today uh Uh, sorry real quick just to respond to uh i can't i i will always kind of like metropolis regardless of how i feel about some aspects of the film because i can't believe that in the 20s they made a film on that scale it's it's insane like that's insane to me that's that's insane and it's also really funny when you realize that it's entirely based around 
like German artists being really pissed about being uh, blamed for everything in World War One <laughs> and feeling locked out because uh, uh, German German films are no longer allowed to be showed outside of Germany. Oh. So so they were making these things. They're like, well, f them. Then we're gonna make like the coolest movie ever, and they're all gonna be you so mad they it. can't see it. That was the logic <laughs> when they made Metropolis, and, and the studio almost went bankrupt over it. But I I can't get over that. Have you seen Metropolis, the original? Not the original Even one, just no. anything from it? Nope. The the scale of these sets and the amount of extras is mind-boggling, especially when you consider this is the 1920s and the age of silent film, and the, how massive this is is like this. This was imaginative. Wow. On it a was, level that it's like a 200 that had million never been dollar done before. blockbuster. Now you right. ever yeah. seen the you ever seen the short film Gertie the Dinosaur? Yes. Uh, I can't believe they made that in 1914. I I agree with you. That's incredible. Um, they have a live action component within the within the animated movie in it's, 1914. Yeah, and wow. they, they, it like interacts with the with it's, them. It's it, really interesting. A lot of huh. really, it's really cool to go back and look at some of just like how far thinking people were even at that time for where film could go. And uh, some of those things stick around. Some of those things don't get the attention they deserve. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Ben. Yeah. Um. Let's. So I mean, after Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I finally took some time to catch up on some of my comic books. And by comic books, I mean by reading a lot of my X-Men books. I'm only like two issues away from finishing all my X-Men books. My man. As in like both X-Men, Marauders, and Excalibur. My dudes. My dudes. I have not been this happy reading comics in a very, very, very long time. Look what the X gene does to you. These books have never once felt like I'm reading it as a chore or I'm reading it as a... Every single time I was... I was up till 5.30 in the morning reading this on a day before I had to go to work. And I'm like... I just gotta read one more. I just gotta read one more. It's that... Wow, it's that Krakoan drug they're giving you, baby. (laughs) God damn it, Krakoa. Stop doing it. I love all the all the X-Men. I, I know I only have three books, X-Men, Excalibur, and Marauders. I love all three. They're all great. Those are probably the best. I freaking love, uh, I'm, okay, not love. I actually, no, I do love Kate Pride in Marauders. Yeah. I freaking love um, Betsy uh, in Excalibur. Excalibur. Yep. And I'm actually starting to turn into the leaf on Scott Summers, Cyclops. Yeah, you are. Wait, I'm sorry, are you picking up X-Force? No, I'm not. Oh, man, you should, that's, that's an important one. That's an that important one, one? That one's like s- super good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get, get the trade. I didn't, if I didn't you can. like X Force when I when uh, we, well. Granted, we only read the first issue though. It's much like Excalibur. It gets, it gets for me, better. It gets better and better and better. All right, you know, I'll probably I'll pick up the trade for that one. Oh yeah, dude. X Force is uh, where Charles got shot in the first issue. right? Yeah, that's yeah. one where he where he gets it. Just, just confirm. About, just trying to keep. That's where learn about Charles's yeah. confession. So I have to say, I'm make my Marvel baby. Yes. After years of championing DC books, you can like both. I do like both. That's the I thing. Mean, yeah, it's 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 totally possible. Like both companies. No. I mean, I, we've I'm talked about in both tattoos. <laughs> we have talked about it uh, many times. Yeah. Oftentimes, uh, the companies that do the best or have the most interesting stuff, it fluctuates. Right mm-hmm. now, Marvel is doing yeah. some of the most interesting stuff in comics, and eventually DC will as well. Yeah. Eventually. As soon as they fire Dan Didio. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> sorry, Dan. Yeah. I mean, I still I I'm still up, have I'm my two sorry. Superman books I need to catch up on. Um, Superman seventeen and eighteen. You're fine. Speak with your yeah, wallet. I know. Speak I know. With your wallet. But I wanna. I wanna keep reading the X Men books. I'm really enjoying these X books. Good. I really am, and I'm super. I can't wait till I get paid next week so I can go and buy some more. That's, I'm happy. I'm really happy that you're actually enjoying them. I I'm yeah. loving it. Quali- quality shows. Yeah. So besides that, um, on, on a little like personal side, Fanny and I went back on the keto diet this week. So yay! And she. If, also, hey, if anyone at home doesn't know what the keto diet is, just like five second explanation. Go. Um, greens, meat, and some dairy. Got no it. carbs or sugars. None of that stuff. So a nightmare for my life. Cool. Pretty much, yeah. 
Okay. A nightmare for Ryan Eliopoulos. As I drink my soda right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're back on that diet again. It's, this isn't the first time we've done it, so we're kind of used to it. But she also bought um, Ring Fit Adventure for the Nintendo Switch. Do you guys know what this is? I do. Yes. It's, su- it's surprisingly like really good, right? Yeah. Actually, the game is pretty good. I've heard it's good. And my dumbass decided to make it an intense workout at first, which I should not have done. No. Because when I started my quote-unquote Ring Fit Adventure... I had to do like Ben. Did you start on hard? I started on you hard. Started hard, right? Because it's not. It's not about <laughs> the the intensity level. Isn't about the, how good you are playing video games. No, it's about how physically how, fit and capable yes, you are. Actually, <laughs> yes. workout game. It's yeah. how because I thought to myself because my whole thing when I'm going to Kyoto is like, all right, I want to not just slim down, but also I want to build a little muscle. I want to I want to better you myself. Get cut. Kind. Of, I want to get a little tone. You want to go to a Comic Con? You want to go to a Comic Con and have a girl touch your abs and say, "Are these real?" Yes. He wants to be a cut you above know, the rest. You know. You know you what, Brandon? Be an uncut yes. Gem. I want that to happen. Damn it, Ben. One, I'm one, sorry. Thor. That's gonna, gross. One day it's gonna happen. Well, sorry for never. Nah. Everyone's gotta have dreams, buddy. And yeah, also, yeah. I want. Fa- and also, I want Fanny to look at me with my shirt off, going, "Oh my, oh, oh my." <laughs> Does she not already? <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> This can't turn into Wait, a, does, a, into a love session. Does Megan? Oh, I make love with my shirt on. Don't <laughs> even. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> I no, do it's, too. it's true. <laughs> Let's cheers to that. Anyways, so Hell yeah. she, she got me ring. She got us ring fit adventure, and the you game is answer. good. Did you make love with your shirt on? No. Ew. What? <laughs> That's what, did what you I'm just trying do, to fix. I, guys, I wear a full Gila suit. <laughs> like, I wear a Call of Duty every time I make love. Beautiful. God damn it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I cut out the seven-minute seven contact discussion we had did last week. Did you really? Okay, good. I didn't, I didn't let's do it. <laughs> the seven-minute what? Contact discussion we had last week. Contact. You cut that out? We talked about yeah. contacts for seven minutes. Let's talk oh, my gosh. Minutes about I can't believe you cut that out. <laughs> It was I so was, riveting. I it was, was so like, good. I was looking at it, and I was like, this is seven minutes of just non- nonsense. Yeah, it's true. Um, Much as this has been. And it was still almost three hours long, so I, so that's fine to me. Ben, <laughs> yeah, that's Ring Fit Adventure. How is it going? So far, Shirt so good. On except except off. You, you took the intensity down? Uh, not yet. I haven't played since because my legs are still recovering because <clears> my legs were sure. that sore. Again, so, so when you did the squats, that was the high intensity? It hurt. Yeah, I bet. It hurt a lot. For yeah. those at home who don't know what Ring Fit Adventure is, it's it's Ring Fit Adventure? Ring yes. Fit Adventure. It's, essentially, you yeah, have a one Joy-Con. You have to have the Joy-Con so you can't play the Pro Controller. One Joy-Con is on like this, like, uh, this. It's um, a circle. It's like a ring. It's, 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 it's a ring. It's a ring. It's like a small hula ring. hoop. And the other Joy-Con is on your is on your left leg. Belt. So the, the way that you move through the game, you jog in place to move your character. So the whole time you're on a level, you're jogging in place, and then you have these a monsters this. show up, and you have to do exercises in order to beat the monsters. So it's kind of like an RPG in a way, but the way you fight the monsters is by doing exercise. Right. And before you engage in quote unquote combat, you pick the exercise you want to do. So it's an I, actual like game. Yeah. yeah. What? And it's very. And even the mini games are fun. Like even when I was doing the mini games just to try it out, it's actually like, hey, good job, keep going. And it has like um, ranks or like sc- it keeps your score. So like say. Like me and Fanny, it, it records our score, so in case we want to get into a little friendly competition, we could see who can Workout beat each other. Yeah, see who could beat each other's high that's score. That's actually a that's actually a really good because uh, working out with someone's a lot better than working out by yourself. Oh yeah. I used to go to a gym with my coworker, and then he stopped going, so I stopped going. That's how it works. But if you have someone like, hey, I beat your workout score, you're like, God damn it, now I got to be better, and you're gonna get fit, Ben. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I, what I like so much about Ring Fit Adventure, as I understand, is that it helps to correct your posture if you're it, doing something wrong, which I does, think is yeah. a really useful and cool thing. I definitely need oh, that. It, I'm it a does. Hunchback. There's a little, um, there's a little like um, animation they call Tip, who's there to help you with your posture. Is it like Clippy? And, no, it's not like Clippy. Oh. It's think of like the uh, the Wii Fit. Ooh, Wii what Fit a pull! Clippy, yeah. that damn little paperclip from the frickin'. I episode. remember his name. Does oh. anybody remember the paperclip from the Word from Word documents? Yes, Clippy. No, I'm asking the audience. Oh. <laughs> Tweet in. <laughs> Hashtag Clippy. But yeah, so it's kind of like the, the Wii Fit Trainer. I was going to ask, did you ever have the Wii Balance Board? I, my mom did. My mom we bought it for did. my mom, and she, we never used it. Parents we love ne- the Wii, you guys. They yeah. love bowling. <laughs> I love bowling. So do I. Bowling's awesome. Yeah. We love bowling. Oh, oh, we would like to play oh. Oh, bowling. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, um, Sparks, you were saying, it does tell you to fit your posture. Like, there's one exercise I was doing where I had to have the ring above my head. It was like a deltoids exercise. And one part, it said, check your posture because you're kind of off balance. That's If, that, if I had I to tell you where my deltoids were without you pointing to them, I wouldn't have known. That's, uh, I think, the most useful thing about it and really cool mm-hmm. is that it helps to make sure that not only are you doing the exercise, but you're doing the yeah. exercise the way that is most productive for your muscles. Mm-hmm. And also, one thing I also appreciate is that it, there's a stretch routine before you start playing. Mm-hmm. Like, say you start into your adventure, there's like, okay, let's do some stretches. And then once you're done, you can stop. It's like, okay, I'm done for the day. And it's like, all right, let's do some cool down stretches now. It it won't, you won't, you can, I mean, you can exit the game by hitting the home button if you want, but it helps you by, hey, let's do some cool down, let's relax a little bit, now you can exit the game. So I'm like, hey, this is actually pretty thoughtful, good on you guys, good on you developers. Yeah. Nintendo's been doing that for literally like forever, trying to w- work in fitness and stuff, so like I mm-hmm. appreciate them trying to do this that. This seems yeah. like the most successful yeah. shot at that. I mean, I haven't seen any like actual reviews for the game yet, like we bought it just because people- They're good, word, they're yeah, Word of mouth has been saying like, hey, Ring Fit Adventure is good. And for me, it's like you know what? I'll I'll do it. I'm totally fine with that. And besides Ring Fit, I how went much back. was it? The Ring Fit. Thing? Uh, I don't know. Fanny was the one who bought it. Got it. Yeah. But besides that, I've also I'm back Sparks, into fire. Can you text Fanny? Why? Why? Because you did it last week. Oh, <laughs> uh, you started Fire Emblem again? I well, I did start. I'm back into it since I beat Fallen Order. My conscience is clean, so uh, I can go back week, into Fire Emblem. Every week you keep talking about Fire Emblem. Is this like a near automata it's thing? About, it's about ninety dollars right now. Ring Fit Adventure. Is this like a near automata thing where you're playing it multiple times to get yeah. different He's, endings? Yes. I mean, yes. essentially, yes. It's 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 a camp. It's like th- it's the same story from like three different perspectives. Whereas near, it's like you just keep getting more and more endings. Right. I was just I yeah. was just like, is it different every time? What's happening? Yeah. There's three different campaigns. Got it. Okay. Four actually. I mean, yeah. Secret, secret, secret. And there's gonna be a fifth Ben's, one. Ben's trying to get through all of them. Okay. Well, did you play? I'm sorry. Did you buy Pokemon? I don't remember. I did. You beat I, it? I beat the main story, and I'm not going back. Can I borrow it? You can. <laughs> wait. Is there actually, any other, wait, no, no. Actually, no. You can't borrow my game card because that has my save file on. Or can, can you? Have, can you get multiple save files? No, not on Pokemon. That's actually. You know what? Let's let's try it out because I think because it's just the game because the data is saved to the system. So you know what? Yeah, you should be able to. Play. Unless, yeah. unless Kakarot. Since when do they? <laughs> since guys, when do they save no piracy? Sorry. <laughs> what do they they save game files on the disc, not Well, the, the thing is, like, on the Game Boy... Uh, yeah, the, on the Game Boy, on the old the Game Boy cartridges, the, your game file, there's only one game file, and that's yours. Yeah. So when you start over, that's it. You can't get it back. It's, it's not like multiple save files. It's been like that for Pokemon ever since. They're regressive. <laughs> this is a game... This is for a Game Boy? No, no, no. no this is for Switch. It, hasn't, it, it just hasn't always changed. the way Pokemon has been. I see. Yeah, because when see. I... 
because my brain went Pokemon. There's only one save file, but then it's like, oh wait, no, that's on a console. I was just, I, I just gotten confused. Like Fallen like, Order has no... hundred save files, but like Pokemon, you can have only have one. Right. I was just, I was just a little confused because I'm like, I don't think there's a Game Boy out right now. <laughs> no, not anymore. For for a series that's all about evolution, Pokemon standardly refuses to evolve. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Trying to mm. re- trying to process if that was supposed to be a pun or if you were just trying to make an alliteration. Could be both. It's both. Also, mm-hmm. just knowledge. Who knows? <clears throat> um, I besides that, besides reading right. my comics, fire. I also went and saw Uncut Gems, and I agree. Adam Sandler got robbed at the Oscars. Oh, Damn it! He also agrees with that. Yeah, it was a really good. It was a good movie. I'm glad. I liked it. All right, my turn. A lot of A twenty four films didn't get representation. Yeah. Midsummer. Um, Lighthouse. Before I say what I did, well, this is part of it, but I think we should say a couple words about the Good Place. Should the, we? The Good Place has ended. It has ended. It has ended in its fourth season. I'm a season behind. Um, this was one of the most inventive and uh, and original uh, sitcoms ever. I agree. Um, and it's a uh, it's sad, but I'm glad that they got to end it on their own terms. I did see the finale. It's about an hour long, um, and there were some tears. Aw. It is. It is a. It it was a solid, very solid finale to a to a very successful uh, TV series. I'm sad to see it go. It's a great show. Yeah, I love. I watched like. The first two seasons and some of the third season. Yeah. Uh, and it's four is the last one? Four is the last okay. one. Uh, I'll catch up now that it's over. It's sad it's yeah. over. It is a bummer. But I just wanted to say a quick word about that one because it's just, you know, it's a good show. I'm sad to see it go. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, so, sorry. One more thing. Uh, Ruby ended this. Oh, the season ended this week. And I watched it and it's really good. I liked it. Good, good, Can't good. wait for season eight or volume eight. Um, I also, I picked up a bunch of comic books. I've made the, I tried to do a, a live show on our, uh, <clears throat> on our Instagram. Nobody showed up. Um, uh, but I was it's like, how, it's something about I was at work, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. I, don't, I don't care. But I was just like, well, if Michael Carls can do it, I'm going to try and do that while I organize my comics. And so I, I popped up, uh, I popped it up. Nobody showed up. Uh, except for Paul from CBSI. That was cool. It's somebody. He showed up then immediately left. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> um, but I bought a ton of comics and I just or- was organizing them and now I need to read them. So uh, more on that, I guess, later. I did record and was, uh, there is an episode of Fake Nerds Watch up right now with myself and Michael Carls of the, day, of the Night Right Nerdy podcast where we talked about the first episode of Star Trek Picard. We just recorded the one for the second episode. This is true. Uh, that'll be up sometime this week. Um, when do those episodes come out? The, the, Thursday. the show? Thursday. Um, I also... Saw, I finished the last two episodes of The Witcher. Uh, that show's awesome. So glad you like it, too. And I knew that when the last episode, the symbols all formed to make the... Dude, isn't that the coolest, like... I knew I was in for something special. Oh, that I never, was... th- I never cared so much about, like, an opening sequence. Like, where I was like, oh, you guys are doing something awesome. Yeah. It's like a build up to a credits. The Lord. last episode the last episode uh, is where everything comes together. Yep. And uh it was so satisfying. There's some great callbacks to the rest of the season. Uh great character stuff. And Geralt's like mostly uncon- unconscious for most of the episode, which surprised like flashback flashback episode, right? Yeah, okay. which surprised me. Um and I uh, I think Henry Cavill's incredible in that in that series. Yennefer's uh, great. Yennefer is so good. Yeah, I really like it. I can't wait for the second, yeah, for the second I still, season. I still have that damn song stuck in my head. Yeah. It's, down, it it's on leave. Spotify now. I know. So. Would you? Do you think if I let you borrow The Witcher 3, you'd try it out? No. No? No. Okay. Maybe I, after I move. Got it. But right now, I don't have the time. Got it. That's fair. Um, awesome. Purely on that. On that on no, that yeah, because I think, I think 
uh, since you played Fallen Order, like it has some similarities to the combat. Yeah. So I and that story is just huge. I am certainly more interested in playing another st- and and seeing another story within this world. It is a fascinating world to me. Like I said last week, it's very much uh, what I kind of wanted from Game of Thrones—the yeah. kind of high fantasy adventure sto- adventure story. You, you should definitely dedicate some time. Yeah. To three. I think you like. Um, it. I think so too. The 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 ending line that Geralt says: "People join." Well, I said it on when we were walking. Oh, yeah, true, yeah, I'm yeah, not saying yeah. who's who he says it to, true. but people joined by destiny uh, always find each other. Is yeah. such a good line. Yeah, it's so heartwarming. I, I like want, it a lot. I really hope that if we, the four of us, all go karaoke together some night. Nope. Uh, ben, I'm gonna be that. You, Brandon, I, you, you don't do have to sing. I'm going to. I'll because, just uh, dance in the background. All right, because I want to sing "Toss a Coin Your Witcher" at a karaoke thing. Ben, I'll, you I'll, will never get me into a karaoke bar. Ever, you're not. I didn't say gonna, you gonna, have to sing. You can just no, no, sit no, no, there no. and laugh. I don't like. Well, I don't like singing. I don't like watching. It's not a karaoke bar. It's like one it's of those a bar that spa- has karaoke. It's an enclosed space where only us are there. Chili's this has is karaoke. A recent thing, uh, Sparks. Chili's I know what you're singing. Chili's huh? has karaoke. You like singing? I don't like singing. You Brandon, do. If, if not we were, in front of people. Brandon, if we were gonna go karaoke, it's only gonna be with people you know, not ben. in front of strangers. Ben. You don't have to sing. I'm not going to force you to sing. He has denied your request for the singing. Okay, okay, fine. If fine. I am uncomfortable doing something, okay, do not force okay. me to do it. All right, I'm not going to force you to do it. Me too, man. Me too. More like nopiyoki. <laughs> Ryan Sparks will go with me, right, guys? I'm going to bring back a call. I'm going to call back something from our earlier episodes. No, Triggered. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll go with you, but I also do not sing. That's fine. He's Ryan, would you sing with me? Depends how drunk I am. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm being. Do you want me to lie to you? No, man? no, I don't want you to lie to me. Honest with you, I don't want you to lie to me. So I, I sing also... Prince and Rick James, and that's exclusive. You also sing yeah. Toto. I don't sing Toto. Bullshit. Yeah, you do. How the do... dog? <laughs> Africa. <I don't> <laughs> that was like the longest running joke between us for months. Um, uh, <laughs> the dog. <laughs> you were named after the dog. We're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Um, all right. So I also, but now that I finished Witcher, I decided to start a show that I've. That I've been as um you know I just didn't go back to after the first season to try and finish that one only to find out that the third season is not on Hulu, it's Legion. Mm, yes. Mm. So I'm about halfway through Legion season two. Minotaurs. Still, dude. 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 That thing's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get to the episode with Minnie Davids? No. Okay. That's the best episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Lenny, Len, Lenny just come back. Oh man. Oh, Brother. you're close. Oh, oh, I know, and I know how she came back. I, the reveal that it's his, that it's his, messed his. messed uh, up. God, I love. Yeah, it. Man. So the next episode you have is the multiple Davids episode. Can't wait. Oh man, can't we wait to get oh, back shit. to that show. The end of that episode yeah. is rough. We need to get. Um, back well, to one it. of the things that I noticed when the episode st- started was that they they filmed at CSUN, our uh, mine of Ben's alma mater. Um, and I went to a lot of parties there. <laughs> <laughs> I went to hung out there a lot. We met while I was there. It's true. Um, and that, I thought that that was really cool seeing the seeing the school like that. Uh, also, the girl who plays Silk Spectre in in Watchmen is the girl in is one of the girls in yeah. Mal- I didn't know that. Alan Ackerman. Yeah, I didn't know that. It when we watched Legion season one, she was in it. I know. Okay, but you I didn't. Just, you just didn't. Connect. I didn't know they're the same mm. ca- they're the same person. Um, because I didn't know her when I watched Le- Legion season one. Uh, yeah, I liked I liked the series. Oh, are you lot. talking about? The blonde girl? Yeah. That's not Malin Ackerman. That's not the girl from Watchmen. No, he's talking about Silk Spectre, Silk Spectre. in in uh, HBO. Oh, HBO. Sorry. I'm thinking yeah, of the it's stupid the same Zack Snyder movie. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah, you're right. Older. Yeah. 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 Melanie Bird. Yes. I love her. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, yes. Dan Stevens continues to be incredible, and the uh, the mutant powers continue to not make any sense. Oh, I love um, it. But that's that is the point of the series. It's a lot of dude. Fun. When people are just like half phase in the walls, that's my shit. When, <laughs> that's my like, shit. Especially um, his love interest, the the girl who can transfer bodies. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'd her episode. She's like anti-rogue. Wait until you get to the end of the season. The, the her episode where she's Some where shit. where David's in everyone's mind after the monk show, uh, does the chittering teeth. Oh my thing, god, I love it. Thing. Um, dance when, battle. When she goes into her the dance battle is cool. Uh, when she, when David goes into her mind and has to replay her life over and over again to try and figure out like what she's trying to tell him and the reveal that she switched bodies with her mom to sleep with her mom's boyfriend. Yep, it's messed. Oh. You don't see that often in the next Which, comic. By the way, she did tell that story in season one. Oh, she did. She did. Yeah. We just see it in season two. Got it. It's been so long since I saw season. No, one. I got. Yeah. I got you. I got you. She told us that story in season one, and then we see it happen in season yeah. two. Yeah, boy. Oh and boy. that is that dude gets arrested for having sex with a fifteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah. But like her power, her power is so interesting because it's, uh, it doesn't make any sense. Like most of them, it's not just mind swap. Like her body changes at will almost. Yeah. So I think that that's kind of interesting. Yeah, like everyone kind of has like a weird like, how does this kind of work? Like, yeah, eh, it's fine, whatever. Um, Comics and the cow shows up just randomly throughout the episode. It's just arrows pointing everywhere. Um, yeah, I like the show a lot. Yeah, it's a great show. Still a great show. And uh, let's see, I also saw the t- the new movie The Gentleman by Guy Ritchie. Oi! I've only seen four movies this month. Year. Well, I mean, you're on track. Well, you're not God. too bad. This month was so long. I'm so happy it's over. Um, uh, but the uh, uh, but I saw the gentleman. Um, Did anyone have a part where they flipped over a top hat onto their head and then everyone went the gentleman? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, everyone's great in the in in the movie. Um, Matthew McConaughey is is a lot of fun. The his his love interest is a girl. Is he British or American? He's American. So he's an American. He's an American guy from Texas who went to Oxford, uh, and then dropped out of Oxford because he was good at drug dealing course that's how that's how and so he so he became a millionaire because nobody can figure out how he's dealing drugs in britain because there's no place to grow weed in britain and so he's found a way and like that's the the everyone's trying to figure out how he did it uh, how he became the richest person because of this uh his his love interest his wife is one of the girl is one of the main characters from uh downton abbey which was cool. And she's a lot of fun in it. She has my favorite line, which is their effort. There's effery afoot. <laughs> you, you can use the one F. Okay. There's yeah. fuckery afoot. That's good. And that's a good line. That is a good line. Uh, I love that line a lot. Charlie Hunnam and uh, and Hugh Grant have the most scenes together, and they're delightful. Hugh Grant is possibly gay. Yeah. And he and he's kind of like flirting with Charlie Hunnam the whole time because he thinks he's got the upper hand against Charlie Hunnam. He's blackmailing him, but Charlie Hunnam is just kind of done with the with Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, it's a stand up performance from him. Uh, he doesn't I, usually play like like smarmy bad guys, yeah. so like he seems to be having a lot of fun. He he's uh, the career. The, if, if this is this and Paddington too are leading him to like becoming a fun uh, bad guy yeah i'm into this part of the, his career oh he's yeah so thanks much paddington fun. i forget he's in paddington too yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't he, oh, that's why i didn't see that one yeah he's in paddington too and honestly oscar winning performance in paddington too no joke gotta watch it um so so yeah uh, i like that movie a whole lot it was a lot of fun to watch very funny uh guy Ritchie doing r-rated again that was fun but it's kind of still fun like his like his pg-13 films so that was so it's kind of a mixing of the two wor- of his two worlds that I think worked a lot. Awesome. Um, I like the movie a whole lot. So um, that's I'll, all. I'll definitely try to catch it if I can. Yeah. A lot of movies. I think you might like it. I generally like his gangster stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
Lock shot. That's pretty much it. Any more we want to get into before we move on? I watched a YouTube video of the Avengers Endgame portal scene done by like an orchestra, uh-huh. and I was like, I want to watch that scene again. So I just put it on, and I'm like, Hey guys, that movie's still cool. <laughs> that movie's cool. <laughs> I don't, that's I don't care what people say. That Avengers Assemble scene's uh, dope is dope. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, shall we move on then? Bread is and butter it time. B and B time. And here is your bread. And your butter. He's been butter. Okay, okay, not in my ear, thank you. All right, then to start off, we do have some sad news in the world of Star Wars. Uh, actor Alan Harris, who is most notably known as Bosk from The Empire Strikes Back, uh, plus many other characters throughout the franchise in the original series. Um, he has died at the age of 81 due to health complications, but we don't know exactly what. He was the first Trandosian. Yep. That's a lizard, people. He's the lizard bounty hunter. That's all That's that's all I got. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, 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 had a, he was mostly an extra, uh, <coughs> but he was an extra in all the Star Wars films. He played Rebels, Imperials. Um, he was, was a great asset to have for George Lucas in the beginning with lower budgets. So mm-hmm. that, that uh, you know, he's... Yeah, really, he's iconic. You know, he doesn't do the voice of Bosk in Rebels um, or Clone Wars, but it's still really, it's still really sad. To, you know, this iconic. You think character. of that that scene in Empire where like you see all those bounty hunters and you're like, who's that lizard man? But like, yeah. who's the mummy Dengar? Right, but, but like, you know what's so in- what's so interesting about that one shot is that all those characters have become iconic. Yeah, mm-hmm. like every single one of them, we know their names. You guys, oh, so you know the mummy man Dengar? Did you see what they that they've like, turned him into? No. All right. Um, you guys continue. I'm going to show you a picture real quick. Okay. That's really all I got, though. But yeah, he is. It, it, it is sad. Yeah. It is sad. 81 years old. Nothing to scoff at, though. No. <coughs> no. Life. Long yeah, life. He's, he's, he's a part of, of history still. <coughs> yeah. He's still yeah. part of Star Wars. I exactly. mean, when you talk about the bounty hunter scene in Empire, everyone knows. It's like, oh, yeah, that lizard guy. They're, the Trandosians are, are big enemies in Republic Commando. You fight a lot of them. Yeah. Oh. They were in The Mandalorian, too. Oh. Oh yeah, there were. Yeah, the second, third episode, second fourth ep- episode, second episode, fifteenth episode of the Mandalorian. Yeah, he looks. He looks like he's the top. What happened? He's he's the top top guy. Look at that guy. Look at that goofball. That's what happened to the Mummy Man Dengar. His real name is R- Ralph Gardeng. Okay then. <laughs> That's your Jesus. Star Wars fun fact for the day. Thank you. Um, so we got some confirmation for the Batman, now officially titled the Batman, uh-huh. thanks to uh, Matt Reeves posting a picture of his clapboard. Yep. Uh, it is the Batman. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard's casting has been announced as Gotham District Attorney Gil Coulson. He's my favorite Batman character. He's just the guy. <laughs> He's a Batman guy. <laughs> James Lawson, the other char- the other actor who was cast, but we didn't ha- have a name set to when he w- when she was cast, has been cast as Gotham City mayoral mayoral candidate Bella Re- Bella Real Bella Real Real. How do you spell how do you spell the last word? How do you spell uh, the last name? R E A with the accent over the L. Okay, I'm just going to Google DC Comics see who she is real quick, <laughs> see if that's anything. So it is entirely possible that these are fake names. Mm-hmm. Um, but according to the official cast list. Did you mean the studio, Bella Moda Salon and Spa in Washington, D.C.? Definitely not. <laughs> that's the end of my search. <laughs> so it, it is entirely possible that these are two new characters for this movie uh, to fill a hole. That <laughs> did you look up DC Comics with that name? Or? I typed in DC okay. Bella Real. <laughs> wow. Nice. And that was the end of my search. 
Uh, <laughs> they could just be. I mean, just regular I was like, people. Why in all Washington D.C.? Ah, uh, D.C. <laughs> yeah. So both of these both of these actors were were rumored to be Barbara Gordon, uh, Two Face, but now it just looks like just two random people. Yeah. All right. I wish they could absolutely be, or they're fake names. We don't know. Yeah. Or, or they, they could be two random important people. Oh. oh. Important. To hey, the somebody's got to sip that Granny's peach tea, if you know what I mean. Rachel. Oh, oh no, the tea. <laughs> Rachel, don't drink the tea. <laughs> That's more me saying how upset I am that Holly Hunter was just tossed aside in that movie for nothing. Maybe she like she drank talented actress Holly peaches. Hunter. Yeah, no, thanks. Yeah. I'm sure that that won't happen here. I'm just saying. Hey, she's she's incredible. Incredible. What's her name? Elastigirl. Elastigirl. This is incredible. Except no one ever says that except in merchandise. Um, so we have some more casting news. Ben. Yeah. You like the Mighty Ducks? <sighs> Can you tell me who Emilio Estevez played in the Mighty Ducks? Coach Bombay. Wow. Charlie Charlie Sheen's Why brother. Why are you even sighing? <laughs> Emilio Estevez has been ca- has been has been cast in the TV series, the Disney Plus TV series, The Mighty Ducks, to reprise his role as Gordon Bombay. It's awesome. a long audition process. Animated when he got the casting live choice. action. <laughs> live action. Hmm. I'm down. I'm so, so down. Live action TV series, uh, filming soon. Yeah. For Rad. Disney Plus. Rad. Cool. Um, there's more. I guess I can pop up with this. And Sparks, the reason why I sighed is because I says. thought he was going to give me more shit about me not enjoying the cartoon. No, I was. You should enjoy the cartoon. Are there aliens in that one? Yeah, the, that's the duck aliens. Why they don't come why from would, the ho- Why would why you like don't that? you enjoy I, that the cartoon. ducklians? <laughs> oh no, it's been a long time. Is I that really what they were called? No. Oh, it's been a long time. I need to rewatch that show. Uh, other character, other characters, Dangerous other character ducklings. descriptions have been po- uh, popped up. Uh, there's a character named Koob. I'm not kidding. Kuba. A shy kid who is always playing video games. A character named Nick, who likes to pretend he has his own imaginary TV series. That should be that could be funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary, the popular girl, both in and out of the rink. Okay. Sure. Are there girls in hockey? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Are there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I just want to be progressive. <laughs> if you're talking about NHL, not yet. Oh, but okay. I have played hockey with girls before. Well, I mean, of course, we're talking about like. Uh, major, Lauren, major leagues, and Lauren, an unpopular girl who wears wings and a cape to school and pretends she's a fairy magician, while she tries to be friends with the more popular Mary. Her elf, her efforts are unsuccessful. Why is that one more descriptive than the other three? She's more, these, She's a more. Are they like younger than the original Mighty Ducks? They might be. Sounds like how old like are the it. original Mighty Ducks? They're like high school, like like fifteen. What when they in the first movie they are like in. In uh, middle school, I think. Oh, the series, oh, then not younger. The series will follow a 13-year-old boy Dang who yeah. starts his own hockey team with his mother after he has kicked off the junior division Mighty Ducks team. Because he sucks. Together, they will recruit their own players and coach in the hopes of winning it all. Wow, I don't understand what this is at all. That's not, no, that sounds... I understand what's so, going on. That sounds okay. Wait. 10-episode miniseries. So he was kicked off the Mighty Ducks, and now he's building a team to play against the Mighty Ducks? No, he was kicked off a junior team. No, and he, now was, they're, no he was kicked off the junior division Mighty Ducks team. Oh yeah! So he's gonna create. And they're the, gonna create their own Mighty Ducks. So the Revengers, the Ducklings. Hold on, is this uh, all right? Sorry guys, I'm, I'm Cobra going, Kai, the Mighty no, Ducklings. I'm going sports. I'm going full sports right now. I'll allow it because when you know the the official Angel Anaheim team, the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, right? Sure. Well, Disney Definitely. used to own them, and then after the ownership from Di- changed from Disney to the new owners, they changed the name to the Anaheim Ducks. I actually didn't. Are know we that. now? Are is the Mighty Ducks TV show? Are we looking at a TV show where this kid gets get kicked off the Mighty Ducks and creates a team just called the Ducks? I I cannot confirm nor deny. It sounds it sounds like this is where it's going because or they're going to be like the geese. You ha- <laughs> <laughs> or that that would be funny too because yeah. if you ha- if you have a kid who's kicked off the Mighty Ducks and the show is still called Mighty Ducks, 
Why am I watching a show called The Mighty Ducks if it's not about The Mighty Ducks? It's called The Mighty There's Ducks. There's three Mighty Ducks films, aren't there? Because yeah, it's about The Mighty Ducks rejects. Yeah. The Duck Jets. This is more Mighty I Ducks am, conversation than I thought I it was going to be. I am confused. Yeah. Let's move on from this. Yeah. Let's Mighty the but Duck But hey, Emilio Estevez is Coach Goran Bombay. Hell yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> did you just see Mighty the Duck out of here? I sure did, buddy. Thanks for catching it. <laughs> There's every afoot. Yes. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, Mission Impossible 7 and 8 has cast, or rather recast, Ooh. Henry Zerny, Kizerny, Zerny uh, as Kittredge, reprising yep. his role as Kittredge from the first Mortal Kombat. This is cool. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> from the first Mission Impossible. Ethan Hunt's my favorite Mortal Kombat character. Movie. <laughs> this is awesome. I think this is really this cool. This is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, only, he's only a little bit, he's only like slightly older than Tom Cruise. Um but it's so cool to see this character come back, and and his all. Of, I hope he's still evil. I hope this means we're gonna get some more IMF stuff, like we like I like I wanted from the last couple. He's movies. gonna be in two movies. Yeah, seven yeah, and eight, back to back. I'm but stoked. For I saw movies. I saw the moment that that was announced. People were like, "Oh, go full tilt! Just bring back Hopkins. Bring back." I forget who's the bad guy from the end of uh, Cavill. Uh, no, who's the bad guy One? from two? Who's the bad guy from two? Oh shit! Uh, uh. I got, it. I got I, it. I blanked on it too, but I read this. We could. They should bring back John Voight from the first one. So basically, yeah. they said I forget the actor's name, but they said have him show up at the end of Seven as the real bad guy who's been behind everything this whole the time. Gray <laughs> the Gray Scott. The Gray Scott. I think it might be him. Yeah. He turned down Wolverine to be in a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Yeah. He, make, made, a, he make, made a mistake. They were like, make Mission Impossible too relevant. I'm like, please don't. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> they should bring back John Voight from the first film. He dead. John Voight's dead. Yeah. Well, no, not the real John. Not in life. No, no, no. He dead. The, the character movie. dead. Oh, they can bring him back. No, you don't need to. What does that ever stop anyone? That's true. No, Certainly he, doesn't stop the Mission Impossible no, films. No, because we need room he's for like Fast and Furious. No, look, 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 look. He's not like dead. Like, oh, he could have. He he dead. <laughs> Do you remember how Mission Impossible one ends? No. Helicopter explodes, right? I, uh, on, in a train tunnel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he he gets like squished. Nah. <laughs> He's yeah. dead. Justice for Hopkins. <laughs> He's like dead, dead. And Anthony Hopkins has an uncredited cameo in that in that second film. Yeah, yeah. There's apparently uncredited cameos in all the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Emilio Estevez. In the, I think by Billy, the way, Billy Crudup back, is 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 in one of those. Three and three. Yeah. Um, he's a mission guy. Yeah. No, he's in. He's in. Fallout. <coughs> is it Fallout? It's, he's in Fallout okay. because he's Rebecca's new husband. Oh. Yeah. Got um. It. Uh, yeah, 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 I remember that. Fallout's good. They're all good except for one. Uh, but yeah, Emi- of them. One is one good. of them. <laughs> uh, Emilio Estevez is the uncredited cameo in the first film. Got it. Uh, he only did as a, as a favor to Tom Cruise. I just want these movies to come out. I'm so sad that Emilio Estevez <laughs> isn't famous <clears throat> enough. <laughs> well, because I like him more than I like Charlie. I don't. I don't know. Charlie if Estevez. <laughs> yes. Carl, Carlos Estevez. <laughs> yeah. Charlie Sheen. I. I don't really feel much about either of them to be honest. I liked Emilio. I, I mean, more. I like Breakfast Club. Fine. <laughs> I always thought Emilio was the better actor, honestly. Probably. Mm. Charlie Sheen's that, done some good. He stuff. He got that Mighty Ducks money. He's fine. He yeah. got that MD money. <laughs> what, I, what I love is that Charlie Sheen and Emilio, Emilio Estevez. They look. They don't really look similar, but they both look like their dad, Martin Sheen. Yeah. 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 I true. always thought that was kind of interesting. Jeans are funny that way. That's enough talk about the Emilio Estevez. Emilio. For like ever. Hey, guys. Very exciting Mission Impossible news. Yeah. Um, so, in some adaptation news, Transformers uh, has some has some rumblings. Paramount is looking to uh, make more Transformers movies, probably because they, ca- they like, made tons of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, not a sequel to last night, which is. The, Can uh, we not? Bumblebee Can we just... was good, and that did well. So hey, like, Bumblebee like, was Bumblebee great. Did. 
well, fine enough. I mean, fine enough. Yeah. yeah. I but wish disappointing in comparison to the others. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish, but that's not that movie's it. fault. That's that franchise's fault. Yeah. So. But so Paramount is looking uh, to make <clears throat> to make a new film, <clears throat> and they have two scripts being worked on concurrently, and then they will choose um, James Vanderbilt, who wrote Murder Mystery for Netflix, and Adam Sandler, uh, and Joby Harold, who wrote <clears throat> the upcoming Army of the Dead for Zack Snyder, uh, are both writing the script. Are both writing scripts. Ow! I hit my hand. It's <laughs> are both writing scripts for uh, for Transformers, and one and the one that James Vanderbilt is writing is apparently centered around. Beast Wars <gasps> and or Beast Machines. They're both the same series. Optimus Primal. They are. Oh. He's a gorilla robot. He is. You know what? If they do something with Beast Wars, that'd be rad. I, well, or they, Beast the, Machines. The Machinima series did. Um, yeah. Fun fact. I True. always loved uh, Megatron in that series. He's a T-Rex. In the first, epi- in the first episode. There's also, a, there's also a Transformer just called Dinobot. Yeah. He's a Velociraptor. Which is, is weird from- because there are actual Dinobots. Yeah. No, I remember specifically Dinobots switching sides because he was a Predacon <clears throat> first and then the first episode was a two-parter and then he ch- fights Optimus Primal for the right to lead the Maximals. Remember, remember uh, the episode Dragons. where Starscream came back as a ghost no that's the real thing that happened i don't remember so so beast machines is a sequel to generation one transformers and in that series starscream died well in beast machines starscream comes back as a ghost and possesses ghost and possesses the the wasp waspinator the what the yeah that might be right i think i am right i think you're right (laughs) i mean they're still i mean they're scorponok it wasn't scorponok i know it wasn't scorponok what's the news Beast machine, Beast Wars. <laughs> What's that? Uh, yeah. Hey, we're talking about Transformers. We're, we're cool. having a Beast machine. We're having a Beast Machine discussion. This makes me excited because uh, there are now humans in Beast Wars. Just give me an expensive robot movie, or please. Or Beast Machines. Just give me an expensive robot movie. I always that they're also animals. I always liked Meg- Megatron when he first sees uh, Energon on on the planet that they landed on, which ended up being Earth in the first place. Or just mm-hmm. give me a sequel um, to Bumblebee. Just give me a sequel to Bumblebee. Or just um, give me a sequel to the first five minutes of Bumblebee. N- no, I want a sequel to Bumblebee. Be a um, Megatron, Megatron runs up to the T Rex and goes, mm, "Yes, Energon, <laughs> yes." <laughs> and I was like, "Buddy, it's tasty, stop. delicious." Uh, yeah, that's exciting. I would love to see a Beast Machines movie. Honestly, I do too. That series uh, is really great. And if the animation was any different, it would still hold up. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that animation is hard to watch. Oh God, yes, yeah. early days of CG. Hey, yeah. they tr- hey, you know what? <clears throat> they the, tried. The toys are still cool, but yes, there's they no, are. The, yeah, they are. There's no details on what story this would be or what continuity would these be set in, uh, either after or before Bumblebee or have nothing to do with Bumblebee or be Bayformers. We don't know. We buzz, don't know anything. Buzz, buzz. They're only looking at these two scripts and seeing what they're gonna go forward with. All right, if any of these at all. Um, and other adaptation news: The Witcher. Uh, we talked about a bit up top. Uh, the Witcher has an animated film coming out, which is what we talked about last week from Studio Mirror. We have story uh, context this week. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Netflix has released that the series that the movie will be based on it will be a Vesemir origin story. Vesemir, oh, yeah, uh, Ves- that's his mentor. Uh, yeah, and the the synopsis is long before mentoring Ger- Geralt, uh, Vesemir begins his own journey as a Witcher after the mysterious Douglin claims uh, Deglin claims him through the law of surprise. Surprise! Mm. You're mine now. <laughs> that thing seems like give, it's awful. Give yeah. me the give me the law of surprise. Give me some, promise me something. Bleh. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh no, that's two. Oh, that's you two. did two. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Whatever. We'll just put a meow over it. Meow. <laughs> meow. Um. So yeah, that's exciting. More I Witcher. Uh, I've only. I don't think Vesem. I don't remember him being in the first two games, but he is heavily in three. So uh, I don't know much about his origin. And l- he was teased at the 
at the tail end of yes, the Witcher series. They talk he about was. him. They talk yeah. about him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's entirely possible this could set up his character for the second season. I've Everybody wants Mark Hamill. Give me more lore. Give me more of it. I'm fine with it. Oh shit, Mark give Hamill. Give me more. Would be good. Yeah, that was like the big fan. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, heard, I saw. I saw that Twitter thread. A lot of people wanted uh, Mark Hamill for that. He could work. He yeah, could. he he keep the Luke look. Do you <laughs> Just give want, him weird eyes. Do you guys want Mark Hamill as Doc Ock? No. Nah. No. 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 I think he's a little too old. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, sorry, Ryan. What up? Have, did you? I told you about Nightfall, right? That show on history that I liked. Yes. And the Mark Hamill is in season two of it. Correct. Yes. Does uh, Vesemir have like a long straggly beard? No. Never mind. It's it's more like a like at least in Witcher three he has like kind of like a goatee I, be- I believe from what I remember. He yeah, like, Mark Hamill could pull that off. Yeah. Yeah, because in in Nightfall, Mark Hamill had a huge yeah. beard. So. I'm not joking about like his last Jedi like like Empire uh, Luke look, his old Luke look. Oh Just, yeah. Like uh, give him weird eyes and he'll be fine. Sounds good. Yeah, I'd like to see that ponytail. All right. Uh, are you guys familiar with the comic book series Mimetic? No. I'm, I'm sorry. Real quick, I had to remind myself. I'm still a fan of Zach Galifianakis for Otto Octavius. Mm-hmm. I still stand by that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that'd be all right. Sure. Um. All right. So. Uh, you guys are not Min- familiar Min- with the t- with the comic book series Mimetic from James Tinian. Uh, so Lionsgate is developing a film based on James Tinian, The Force, uh, and Eric or Erike, probably Eric uh, Donovan's graphic novel Mimetic. Uh, Matson Tomlin. How do you spell it? Mimetic. Yeah. Like meme tick. Got it. Thank you. It might be meme tick. Also. No, I got it. Because <laughs> um, mimetic is actually a word and would be spelled I M I M E T I C. Right. Um, so this series, this movie will be written by Matt, by Mattson Tomlin, co-writer of, uh, the Batman. And, uh, he is also attached to the, to the, uh, fear agent TV series we talked about last week. All right. Um, Rick Remenda. This movie is also coming from Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, James Weaver, and John Fagnar. Sorry. Uh, so it's coming from them through Lionsgate. Also the same group who did fear agent last week. These guys have been busy. Uh, they seem to be the, the comic book adaptation yeah. people's up these days. They're, so, doing, they're doing all good work so far. Yeah, so Mimetic... Preach, is, brother. Mm. Mimetic is... Uh, You're all right. You. You're all right, my boy. <laughs> um, my boy. Wait, did these guys do Preacher as well? Yes, yes. They did God preacher. damn it! <laughs> so, Hallelujah. You! <laughs> Mimetic, or Meme Tick, uh, is <laughs> about a, a group of teenagers who need to stop a viral meme from turning everyone insane. I didn't know that's it what probably this book is was. Meme, it probably is meme tick. Because I saw the issue number one, and it's got a, like a sloth. A sloth of the... That's the meme. Oh, I didn't know that. That's the meme that drives everyone insane if you see it. Picking it up. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this Future is Future book to be, club. Yep. Probably. Um, all right. We'll blow through this. I love... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> see, sometimes I just got to stop myself from this. Don't let those thoughts come out, right? Wow. <laughs> Self-control. Uh, this made waves. I love waves. It's uh, waves. The Thing is getting a, more accurately, yeah. to say than a remake, yes. a new adaptation. That's this. I'm not mad about it anymore. Yeah. So this, is, so The Thing has been adapted three times. Yep. Um, the Thing from Another World in the, ni- in the 1950s. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing, and a s- prequel. Prequel. A prequel. Oh, it's, it's a prequel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, called The Thing also. It's a prequel that's almost the same movie, but it's a prequel. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is a new adaptation based on the lost pages of the original, the book, the original book, Who Goes There? Yeah. Uh, it's, it was a novella, uh, with the added pages. Shit, that's a good name. Isn't it? Yeah. Who Goes um, There? They should just call it Who Goes There. Yeah. <laughs> um, with the added pages, they are republishing the book, uh, called Frozen Hell. 
Um, I'll buy it. This movie is going to be put out by Blumhouse. Cool. Which is a good place to put it, honestly. A little bit backstory about Frozen Hell. Uh, It is a. The pages were found by John uh, Betancourt. Um, He he found the he discovered these pages and uh, put them back into the to the novel. Kickstarted it uh, to try and get it published. And uh, it and it did and it did in fact get published as Frozen see this. Hell. I totally would have kickstarted it. Yeah, he he claims that it 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 offers vital backstory and context to an already incredible tale. Cool. Um, so that's that's cool. So the producer on this, uh, Alan Dones, had this to say on Facebook. He said, "It's official. I received my signed contract and first check. I am executive producer." Uh, producing a remake of The Thing, but with additional chapters of John Campbell's groundbreaking novel, Frozen Hell. Uh, that had been lost for decades. Now, for the first time ever, Campbell's full version will be realized on the big screen. The new film will include the very best of RKO's The Thing from Another World, uh, John Carpenter's classic The Thing, and both books, Frozen Hell and Who Goes There. Cool. So that that is, that on right there sounds exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it's, it, Seems like a uh, a truly story driven place to be like what what how can we approach this from a different angle? Go back to the original books. What have I said? If you're gonna remake Jurassic Park, go back to the book. My yeah. new stuff. And in the the monsters from the book are they are uh, they are like shapeshifters, but it's not like John Carpenter's the thing or like the thing from another world. Uh, they're like weird, like almost like Cthulhu looking monsters. Yeah. Uh, so if they actually go that route and, and do something different, I'm totally fine. The thing is really precious to me. So like when I initially saw this, like, rebooting the thing. Well, and and also like I hope that they ultimately do not call it the thing. I, that's yeah. the, that's the because like that's it's being thing, running right? with that, but like don't call it that because people are going to associate call it, that. We call there. it call it who goes there. That's call a, it Frozen Hell, and people are like, man, this is a lot like the thing. They can Google it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they can Google it. Surprise. It is based. It is based on a book. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, the thing is always the one where it's just like remakes suck. The thing, yeah, it's the thing a- is arguably the greatest remake of all time. Um, so, yeah. uh, Betancourt, the guy who found the the pages and is republishing the book, uh, recently shared an update on his fully fun, his fully funded Kickstarter, uh, Kickstarter project, uh, telling his supporters about the forthcoming film film adaptation Frozen Hell, and a uh, and a post on Monday he wrote, "quote The movie will be from Universal and Blumhouse. Everyone is super excited about it, and it's being fast tracked." This is where I don't like the quote. Uh, this is just the tip of the iceberg of what's going on with who goes there, Frozen Hell, and The Thing in Hollywood. I can't talk about the rest yet, but it's very exciting. And if all goes as planned, The Thing will be alive and well for quite a while. Nope. Uh-oh. Didn't nope. appreciate that. Uh, nope. That's not what I wanted to hear. Nope. The Thing, cinematic universe. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Just, nope. I, and with Blumhouse, I'm like... Don't worry. This is universal. We have figured out the way to get oh. the fast crew into space. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! Kurt Russell's in the thing, and he's in Fast and the Furious. He's the same character survived. He's actually been secretly fighting them this whole time. Whoa! He's not even the same character survived. He's the thing. He is the thing. Oh, <gasps> infiltrate of the government. Dumb. We need you. <laughs> I hate all of this. <laughs> I, I, it's a comic no. book I want to write. <laughs> uh, I just want to walk out of here right now. So yeah, I was I was really on board with it, and I yeah. still kind of am. You know, there's no guarantee it'll do well and. Yeah, spawn fifty thousand sequels. But when I heard his the, this guy the the writers uh, and the writers been his apparently a very prolific writer wrote a lot of hits. Um, don't care uh, when he was like, it's gonna be here for quite a while. It's gonna be tip of the iceberg. I'm like, oh buddy, uh, we nobody wants to see that. Yeah, 
Quit while you're ahead, dude. I just, no, no, like just don't count the chickens before they hatch. Make the good movie, yeah, like really good, and then say, hey, you know what? We actually have a pretty good idea for where we could go next. We think we're going to pursue that. Cool. Don't start. Happy with five to hear minutes. that. Don't start going. Hey, man, we're planning for like decades of this shit. Yeah. Please don't. Don't as, tell me that. As like, long as do it, it yeah. but don't tell me. Yeah, do it first and then say it. Don't be like, yo, our first thing isn't this out is yet, like but when, we got This plans. is like when, when Sony was like, we're going to do a Robin Hood shared cinematic universe where we have a movie based around Friar Tuck and Marion. <laughs> this was a real thing. Friar Tuck the movie. <laughs> and then Warner Brothers was like, we're going to do a King Arthur shared universe. Guy Ritchie. Nope. Nope. Sorry. We're going to have a movie about Guinevere and Geralt. Lancelot. Go ahead. I think, ahead. I think the there word. I think there could be room for a pretty cool King Arthur shared universe that's like limited to only like three or four films. You that st- did follow individual yeah. nights and like things overlap. And you got the Merlin movie over get, here and doing you get its to own the, thing. Like coalesce. Like that could be cool. The Merlin yeah. movie also known as Transformers the Last Night. I was going more like medieval Doctor Strange, uh, but yes. True. Brandon, why do you hurt me? Listen, as long as it keep my I love the thing because like it uh Almost better than any other movie that I love, besides Rosemary ba- Rosemary's Baby, which is my other favorite horror movie. It's all about uh, not trusting someone, and if you if you, are you going crazy or not, like paranoia and like claustrophobia. Uh, if you can keep all of those themes, we're great. That's all I want. Yeah, because that's what that book's about. Um, <clears throat> this will also depend on the creative team, like who's attached to this. What's this going to look yeah. like? But we don't we don't know any of that yet. Practicals. Yes, with Bloomhouse, like they're all about cheap movies, like for like for better or worse. Didn't the remake also? Not the remake. This the prequel used a fair bit of practicals. I heard, and they also CGI'd a lot of it out. Oh, interesting. No, yeah, yeah, Brandon, that movie is almost all CGI, and I feel bad for those filmmakers because what they were trying to make was shut down by the studio. Yep, that's true. Too bad. It's one of the biggest issues with that film is that there are practicals, and then they got masked in CGI, not in a good way, not used to improve, (sighs) used to hide. Yeah, Yeah, because they thought it was too gross. They actually thought it was too gross. I'm like, you guys are missing the whole point. <laughs> it's a different time in Hollywood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> 2011. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no thanks. Um, that's it. We're going to get into trailers now. That's we it? we want to start with hot dogs? Super Bowl trailers? Or do we want to save those for after? Let's save those for after. There's still some to come, I think. Super Bowl trailers are I don't, tiny and short. I think it's The Super over. Bowl's over. Okay, well, yeah. we're done then. We'll, yeah. we'll yeah, do, yeah, game's we'll over. Do Super Bowl. Let's do Super Bowl No now. Dune. We're Dune-less this year. Oh. Let's do Super Bowl now. Okay, sounds good. I got the list, guys. We definitely recorded this after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. The first one that appeared canonically in the world was Black Widow, in in the Super Bowl world. Well, yeah. Well, let's do let's do Mulan. Those first actually on my list. Those True. who actually watched the game. True. Uh, so Mulan. Yeah. Had a had a short teaser. I think this looks really cool. It, it does. It, it looks like a. It's probably redundant, but a, a kung fu action movie. Yeah. And I really dig it. I just like that it looks different. All right, Mulan. Yeah. I forgot <laughs> we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> We had to pause for a second. Hey, for when she kicks that spear, when it's going right at her, I thought that was like the coolest shit ever. And you know, I was I was interested in a in a more realistic take, but uh, I'm far more interested in kind of a, a more serious, fantastical take. Um, I, I I just like the the whole look of it, and the, uh, I just think a lot of the elements are really interesting. I can't wait to see it. I really like the look of it too, and I think some of the visuals are really really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Looking oh. forward to it. Okay, more Super Bowl trailers. We didn't just pause for a quick second. Where'd my mouse go? It's gone. It's a touchscreen. The cat ate it. It's a touchscreen. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet Place. The Quiet Place Part 2 had a Super Bowl ad. Jim's in it. Yeah. Right. Spoilers. John, Krasin- John Krasinski's in it. Spoilers for the last movie. Not entirely shocking. <laughs> I really like how he... How he uh, the, when the monster blows through the through the car, and he just bolts back. He's like, no. Well, yeah. 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 I'm not going to stay. I'm done with this. Uh-uh. This reminds uh, me so much of The Last of Us. 
because uh, it is it is clearly pre event and then post event. Yeah. And the stuff post event seems like they're dealing with mm. an enemy that have to deal with sound just like Last of Us. And I'm not saying this in a negative way. It's just like I'm excited to see that type of movie. This sure. looks like a live action Last of Us in certain ways, and I'm like, oh, it looks dope. Yeah. It looks like crazy sad. Yeah, I really can't wait. Emily Blunt gets more of the spotlight in this one. You got Digimon in it, and you got uh, Scarecrow. Digimon. I know it is. <laughs> you got Scarecrow. He knows. Cillian Murphy. Yep. Um. Yeah. Can't wait for this. Uh, Black Widow. The new Black Widow teaser. David Harbour yelled in it, and I liked it. <laughs> I like ah! the... He's a bear man. <laughs> I do ah! like the whole, uh, the Avengers were at my first family. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that's a good line. We got uh, we got a little more Taskmaster doing a Captain America move. I 100% think Florence Pugh is supposed to be the same age as Scarlett Johansson. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like this, like, age her up, age her down. Like, it's... And you meet in the middle. You yeah. meet in the middle. Totally. You know, stuck in the middle with you. It, um, it, it was a short little teaser. I'm like, I'm still gonna go see the movie. Obviously, didn't reveal like, much more. No, yeah. I was kind of hoping to see a little bit more Taskmaster. No, but honestly, I, but I'm but the okay. look of it in th- for 30 seconds, I think this is. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's there's just, still more. Mm-hmm. Uh, in it. They're intentionally leaving a lot out. Yeah, yeah. As any when does Black Widow come out? April or summer? I forgot. In the next two to five months, isn't it May? Yeah, isn't it? It's May. It's May. Yeah, yeah okay. it's May. It's gonna be May. Um, I liked it. Ryan liked the Taskmaster flipping up that shield. Yeah. I sure did. All Captain America style. Mm-hmm. People are like, who is Taskmaster? Is he like a secret Marvel character oh, that Lord. we've already seen? I'm like, no, can't he just be Taskmaster? <laughs> just yeah. let it happen. Uh, Mr. Peanut. May 1st is when he comes out. Mm-hmm. Mr. Peanut. You mean Baby Peanut? You mean Baby Yoda Peanut? Wild. JK, Wild. I'm back. Wild. This Mr. Peanut ad thing is... So good. It's only been a collective minute between the last trailer and this new one. And I'm like, bravo. <laughs> Oscar, Oscar, give it to You're the, about, give to, clap, the Oscar. about you? to clap, weren't you? This new Mr. Peanut, uh, this new Planters Peanut thing is Wesley Snipes giving eulogy at his at his funeral. Mr. Clean is there. Mr. And Clean, the Kool-Aid and Man. And the Kool-Aid Man are there. The Kool-Aid Man is the father. There's the probably like a, a few other like famous mascots, and like the, that dude in the suit who I can't recognize or I can't place. Mr. Monopoly should have been there. Um, Mr. But the Kool Aid Man like drips a tear on. They the, probably on couldn't flower. afford Mr. Monopoly. Probably, <laughs> um, drips drip a tear on a plant, and a baby peanut showed up, and he he quacked like a dolphin for a sec. What do dolphins do? Chirp? <laughs> Quack? Dolphin? I don't know. Dolphin noises. They make dolphin. He, he makes a little dolphin noise, and then he just says, "JK, I'm back." JK, and then Wesley Snipes rips up the eulogy. Welcome back. I wonder how much money this costs. And then he's like, "Hey, has anyone wild. seen my monocle?" That's wild. I will say I was really close because I was at Seven Eleven, as I'm always there. Uh, I was this close to buying some peanuts because I'm like, it worked a little bit, but I then wonder- I didn't. <laughs> I wonder if you're the person who's like creating the CGI Mr. Peanut Baby, and you're just sitting there and you're going, millions, <laughs> <laughs> millions of dollars, millions, yeah, for this little baby peanut okay, commercial. Okay, so the Mr. Peanut Twitter has now been renamed from the estate of Mr. Whoa. Peanut yep. to Baby Nut. Yep. Baby nut, guys, welcome to 2020. Year of the nut. I don't know if that was the best name choice. It is not the best name choice. Year of the nut. Pinned tweet. Ryan, don't give the internet more fire. Guys, guys. What? What'd you find out? There's a live stream where you could watch his nursery. He's not doing anything. He's just a dumb. He's sleeping right now. I don't want to watch a baby sleeping. Wait, it's a peanut. Never mind. I do want to watch it. It's baby nut. You there don't want to watch a little baby nut sleeping? We all need a little bit there of baby nut. Everybody's got to give out for the little baby nut. The, twi- the pinned hey, tweet. Hey, I put out plenty for baby nut. The pinned tweet is baby nut. Hashtag baby nut here. 
back and cuter than ever. Now they now what should I do next? Tell me in the replies and I'll try to do them in real time. And yes, suggestions that are a little nutty are okay. Rob a bank. <laughs> Comicbook.com tweeting the best comic book news. Hashtag baby nut might be a newborn, but he already has an official merchandise store. That was fast. Kool-Aid. Comicbook.com. Kool-Aid man tweets. Oh yeah. Hashtag magic tears. Hashtag baby nut. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. Marketing has gone too far. Wow. When you realize you are a bedtime snack. Brandon. Oh, Brandon. Oh no. I'm down the rabbit hole, Sparks. Brandon. Down do it on your own time. Hole. I'm get, down get the, rabbit hole. the rabbit hole. We're done with baby nut. Get out of this damn rabbit remember, hole, please. Remember, there's so many pictures. Remember the, twi- the, the tweet they did at, at Christmas, silent nut, holy nut? I wanted to forget. <laughs> Just gonna. What's the next Super Bowl ad we got? Oh. <laughs> Is it nutty? <laughs> Sure, minions too. The rise of Gru. Ah, uh, let's go back. <laughs> this looks fine. Uh, I'll wait for a fuller trailer. It, to it's form a full opinion. Movie. My I girlfriend loves the minions. I'll say it. Hip. Cool. You kind of love them too. All right. Yeah. I don't yeah. hate them. I've, I have no animosity towards. I've the liked all of those Despicable Me related films to some varying degree, with three probably being the least valuable to me there are three of those movies yeah mm-hmm. and wow. there's there's a minions and three despicable me's yeah um i think the second one is probably the best of them so but yeah which one has jermaine clement in it that's Two. the third one who's jermaine clement playing third one some bad guy oh then it's the third one yeah okay. he's the bad guy in the third one you're right um yeah because the second one is um sandra bullock no. Benjamin oh my Bratt? Gosh. It was Benjamin Bratt, right? Yes, thank you. Benjamin Bratt's the bad guy. And uh, he's super macho. Jason Siegel's the bad guy in the is first Sandra one. Bullock in Minions? Is that what I'm thinking of? Mm, Sandra Bullock is She's in Minions. In Minions, yeah. Okay. No, I thought... Um, Sorry, Sandy. Uh, Matt Parker was the bad guy in the third one. Man, I definitely... Oh, yeah, that's it, true. It, no, that's Trey true. Stone. Trey Stone. That, it's one of the South Park guys. I, know. I know that for sure. I'm definitely watching this movie. Brandon, you got to stop. Hashtag Groundhog Day. Can we not? Over Ground Nut Day. Brandon, Brandon, you're being <laughs> shut down. <laughs> no. I'm being hijacked. What movie were we talking about? <laughs> Minions 2. I don't, okay. I, Sandra Bullock is in the is in the first Minions. Yeah, She's Minions the are they're fine. Yeah, whatever. Um, they, they are the better things that I think Illumination are putting out these days. These the days, the yes. Despicable Me related projects, in my opinion, are the strongest of the Illumination outputs. I really like the Grinch. Mm. Um, I have not seen it, so I won't comment. But it didn't appeal to me because it looked too much like Despicable Me meets the Grinch. Mm. Um, all right, No Time to Die, Da-da. the new James Bond film. They actually market this as the twenty-fifth mm-hmm. James Bond film, which I liked. I only have thirty seconds, but I'm to die. Oh man, what should I do in the last thirty seconds of my life? You have no time to die. Thirty seconds is not. That you have much no time. Bye. <laughs> in the arms of an angel. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Jermaine Clement only voices a minion in the original Despicable Me. I might be thinking of Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine Clement is in the third Men in Black film. I thought some. No, maybe not. I haven't seen. I've seen one Despicable Me. I do you know. like the third Men in Black film? Yeah. I do. I do too. I like it. Mo- yeah. Definitely more than international. I like it more than two. Oh also. gosh, international. Oh, yeah. So bad. It's true. Yo. There's no in a Mad Black movie worse than International. That's true. The one they haven't made yet. Yeah, two is better. Anyway, um, so yeah, No Time to Die is the new James Bond film. It looks mm-hmm. good. 
Looks good. The action looks really good. Lashana yeah. Lynch looks cool. Looks um, like she's getting a lot. I like of, that lot of plane play. when it drops out. Yeah. yeah. And it like. Transformers. It's like a Star yeah, Wars. Kind of. More uh, like it just stretches its arms and then they go stiff. I like. I like how they play off each other. Yeah. Um, there was a stunt in the in this in this that I thought looked really cool, that we both thought looked really cool. You remember what it was? No. Okay. I remember that it looked cool. Yeah. Was it the bungee it. jump? No, no, that does look cool though. Yeah. Um, looks watch. visually nice. You know, it's thirty seconds long. I'm gonna pull it up. Okay. Go ahead, keep talking. While you while you do that, we're gonna move on to Top Gun. Another. Uh, was yep. this a full light trailer? Or is nope. This no. It was no, only thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Um. Shit's going down with Maverick. That's how the Super Bowl goes, baby. You got Goose Jr. This is is definitely a stealth sequel. I thought you were going to say you got Goosed. Uh, (laughs) No, Goose got Goosed. (laughs) It's definitely a a, uh, stealth sequel to stealth. Yeah. It's not. There's definitely going to be drones. No drones! Well, there's at least going to be space planes. There's at least going to be some... space planes uh, in this? It looks like he was flying a space plane. It looks like he was just entering the atmosphere. Come on. He's wearing a space suit for crying out loud. In the in the last trailer, he was yeah. Mm. He had like the the dome helmet on and everything. True. Um, I just think this movie looks really nice. Uh, hey. I think Jets look cool. Yep, I'm gonna go see it. I, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go see it. I'm into it. Yeah, the gun thing's really cool too. Sparks is watching the. Give us a play by play so there's no silence. What's going on? Uh, everything will change. Oh yeah, remember uh, they said yeah. that. Not we crazy all, hey, about that. We were all growing. Daniel Craig's gonna huh? die, isn't he? I think Dan- I think it's likely, especially now. Yeah, everything's gonna change. God, Anna de Armas. You know what? I remember you and I reacting like that, but it wasn't to the No Time to Die trailer. Oh, what was it? Because I just watched, I don't know. I just watched through it and we did not react to it. Fast Nine? No, it might have been Top Gun. Might have been. Honestly, some of those blurred a little. Yeah. Yeah. Top Gun looks all right. I'll still see it. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog had a thing. Did it, though? I mean. Oh, and you know what that had? It had the the commercial where we see uh, 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 Jim Carrey punch the guy in the gut. Oh, yeah, yeah that 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 it did. did. It had that the funny. it had the athletes thing that set it up, and then yeah. it was the the actual Super Bowl spot is mm-hmm. a, a little bit of new footage. And I'll stand by that. I think everything with Sonic and Robotnik, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could enjoy this. Mm-hmm. I just know that the story outside of that is really bad. Yeah, I just know it. Oh yeah. yeah. Probably. I love the, the high five. Too slow. Punch them in the gut. You were too slow. He keeps surprising me with how funny like he is in all the trailers. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. at least we'll I'll have that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I do like um um Jim Carrey's going hedgehog. It's like well, yes. that's that's classic Robotnik right there. No, it classic was. Like, that he's got, he said more than that too. He's like mm-hmm. uh, something something. I'll something, get you hedgehog. Yeah, yeah. 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 Something like that. It was a cl- like yeah. a very typical did, Eggman line, and yeah. I'm like. Nice. And actually, I did watch a clip that was released. Um, it's it was from the the first trailer where he's like, "Oh, look at this! I've got I take one million steps today." He actually Sonic does call Robotnik Eggman eventually. I'm like, okay, that's a nice little thing. I saw the trailer where I saw the thing on Instagram where it's just him running with the turtle. I thought that was funny. Oh, that was funny. That was funny. Um, I told Ben that if uh, if it opens up like right out of the gate, the way Dragon Ball Evolution did, where it just tells me how wrong it's going to be and like <laughs> f the lore and the characters, I'll be on board faster. Because that's what happened with Dragon Ball Evolution because it opens up and it's like Ozaru who was the slave of Piccolo and I'm like, nope, okay, this movie's <laughs> going to be really wrong. And I'm like, like the last Sonic Airbender. who's an alien from another planet in our galaxy and I'll be like, cool, or nope, doesn't it matter. like Bumblebee and it's a super duper crazy CGI big battle well, with all the Sonic also, With all Sonic, the animals Sonic and everything. A, well, we Sonic, just Sonic's from a parallel universe. No, I know. I'm saying if they say he's an alien from another planet um, and that he's just like, it's it doesn't have the home world or anything like that. Technically he is. No, I mean the, literally a yeah. planet in our galaxy, not oh, okay. a parallel world. Right. There are Saturn. no animal friends. He's from Saturn. Right. Oh. Boo. You're talking about how they show Green Hill Zone? Mm-hmm. Is that what you were going to bring up? I was going to say that we do see Green Hill Zone. It looks pretty cool. 
Yeah. I don't think we'll see any other characters. Probably not. What are his minions? The Robotnik has those like minions? Badniks. There you go. They're robots where he puts live animals inside. No, I know that. I thought, no, like like named characters, like from the old Sonic cartoon that I watched. I don't remember. Oh, you're talking about Snively? Snively. That's his, uh, that's his nephew, but that was a comic slash set AM cartoon creation. Mm, See, he's not, he, Snively's not in any of the games. Got it. I mean, there's a lot of characters that are fleshed out in the comics that aren't yeah. in the games. Yeah, there is a lot, and like now, and they're not. Princess Sally. Yeah, and they're <laughs> nowhere in the IDW run. They are all gone. If they didn't ship here, only a few new characters have resurfaced, but all the old ones, gone. That's sad. Well, for now. I don't know what they're planning. I'm still not caught up on Sonic yet. SpongeBob SquarePants? Ah! Yep, it had a trailer. I, I liked how it it went metaphor. Snoop Dogg's in it. Snoop yeah, Dog I did not expect it. that. What the hell? He's probably in the movie just as long too. Yeah. Hey, look, cameo. And um, hey, and the Chris and the Christopher Keanu Reeves cameo as well. Well, we already knew he was. In yeah, the we knew he was in the first trailer. Well, they showed him again. Then let's talk about the one we are all here for. Dune. No. Hell Marvel no. on Disney Plus, people. Yes. Yeah. Holy yes, shit. Yes, yes. Holy shit. 30 seconds for three shows. It, it didn't show a lot. showed enough fine for me. Fine with me. I was fine with me. Fine. Happy. Honestly, honestly the, that, that whole thing got me so excited for, for these shows. Sam friggin' Wilson chuck that shield cap style. I'm like, yes. I want to learn how to throw a shield like Captain America. So do I. It's that looks like fun. Good form. We saw. Yeah. We also saw uh, Zemo. We, we, do. Mm-hmm. we see a little we bit see of Sebastian Zemo. Sebastian hold a gun to Zemo, dropping bullets. Hey, Sebastian Stan looks real good. He does? We don't know he was holding a gun to him. That could just be trick editing. Oh. Yeah. Damn it. But we do see, we the, do metal, see, bullets we do see the metal hand drop bullets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do like, see that. Like he caught the, like, yeah. he the bullets. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, what, uh, but, I, you know, the, the Falcon Winter Soldier was really cool. We do see... I, I see, see US, US, pa- US, US Patriot. US He's at a Patriot. football game high-fiving dudes. Yeah. Dressed as Captain America. Well, his outfit is... Have you seen the stills? Eighty-five percent of Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you seen the the leaks of his? What does that yeah. looks like? Looks good. It's a uh, Kurt Russell's son too. Yeah, he's um, an overlord. Uh, well, I think the one that got us really excited was Wandavision. Yeah, so, yeah. That's like because I had a feeling after we've heard what the show. It's like a fifties like a uh, uh, television show. Yeah. Now that we know what it actually looks like, it's like it's spanning like decades of yeah. television. Uh, it looks just like wacky, crazy, reality-bending nonsense. We also it. see her in original costume. Yeah. That was a big We get thing. a flash of her in original costume. And one of the things... And it was also playing with colors, so like Vision is black I, and white in uh-huh. this world. I also uh, think like one of the quick glimpse of outfits is meant to be like a, a nod to the same era television that her sisters were kids for oh, yeah. from Full House yeah. and everything. And I think I think that they're kind of going to play a little parody cheeky thing with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're staring at two cribs and <clears> two, there's two pacifiers. Um, and that's those are characters that are part of the Young Avengers, so they can. Um, there's time stuff to age them up. What I what I was saying though is, uh, you see, uh, you see the, the the black and white vision and the black and white set, but she's in color and something yeah. like world bending is happening. Um, I'm really excited to see like how her reality bending powers it's, are going to come to fruition in the series. We've never seen them in live action. And it, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, there's also parts where there's like constant like color and style changes like it's it's the same shot of like them reaching for touching the hands but it's like night black and white 1950s um color technicolor 1980s 2010s and yeah. then it just goes back and forth back it's just like a constant stream of that same sequence of them touching hands but it's like different genres if it, that makes sense to me it's I'm very it's, intrigued by it series. seems like mm-hmm. it's gonna be a mix of of like original scarlet witch story with tom king's vision like 1950s Americana. And Kat Dennings and Randall Park are still somewhere in yeah, the show. Yes. And um, Monica Rambeau. No, I know. 
Like, what? Well, yeah. Jeez Louise, guys. Very excited for this. Yeah. Um, and then we get a little bit of a tease of Loki. Tiny yeah. little tease. And yeah. apparently, if you're a hardcore Marvel fan, it's much more than a tease. Yeah. So he's mm. he's he's in some type of prison. He's like, I'm going to burn this place to the ground. Yeah. But his uniform says TVA, and that's the... Um, what did I say it was to you? Oh, the Time <laughs> Variant Authority. They're the Time Police of Marvel. So Loki escaped in the endgame, and then he got caught by the Time Police. Yeah. So he's probably breaking out, and there's going to be co- space cops chasing after him in time. I God. S- I just hope they don't <clears throat> they don't take away the idea that he's in a, he's in a parallel reality. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think they will. This, to me, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is like, like evil Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Where like he's time jumping around, messing with shit, and the time cops like, shit, we got to fix this and for maybe, our reality. Maybe. My my only thing is like, how is he jumping through time? I don't know, because he took the space stone. Maybe yeah. he figured out a way to use it more. Who or knows? maybe he's using the time variant police people. Yeah, like Red Hunter. He has there could be like a stupid ship. No, <laughs> I know. I just want to know. Yeah, we'll has ever seen time cops? No, that. But he hasn't seen. They time have cops. wrist things. No, they have a they oh, have like a, clock stoppers. When they get mm. when they get there, they have a, they have wrist things, but they go in in a slide and go. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, like yeah yeah. Uh, but to get back, they got a wrist thingy. Uh, yeah, I think all these shows look really cool. Supposedly, they're all coming out this year. Can't wait. Is Loki too? Supposedly. Shit. There's no release date for it. I think that's why they showed it is because it's all going to come out this year. Wow. So I like, don't think they would show a trailer for Loki if it wasn't coming out yeah. for another so year. So like, uh, so Falcon Winter Soldier <laughs> is definitely August. Yes. So like, uh, they don't have much more time to release both those shows. So we're going to get those back almost back to back. I feel like that's awesome. I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, I, I'm just saying like this year, it doesn't mean that like Loki could literally be like Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, either way, very exciting. Can't. Oh wait. yeah. Cannot. R- rumors. Uh, Owen Wilson's in Loki st- and somewhere. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Adam Wowlock. <laughs> Adam Wowlock. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Wow. So let's go to the trailers that were not at the Super Bowl. The real trailers. Um, we saw the trailer for the epic uh, TV series War of the Worlds. Yeah. Looks odd for a War of the Worlds <laughs> adaptation. Yeah. It's set modern day, and it's more like a zombie movie. It seems more just like a post-apocalyptic survival thing than yeah. than War of the Worlds. We and don't see any of the tripods. No aliens. And there's not a lot of people. It's like after the event. It mm-hmm. it in some ways does feel like a, why even call it War of the Worlds? Just make an alien show. Yeah. 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 Um, it feels like, like the leftovers, but just aliens were there instead of something random that happened. Yeah. Um, all right. I, all I could think of is it just shows all these rows of people like evacuating places. And I'm like, if it's an alien attack, where are y'all going? Yeah. Nowhere. Like the whole planet's effed. Where I got are you, you going? For three minutes. <laughs> three minutes of playtime. Bone saw? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's ready. Jesus. Bone saw's ready. Red um, Macho Man Ready Savage. Yes. All right. Mortal Kombat's Le- Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge is an animated movie we saw we heard about last week and we're now got a trailer this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh looks good. Looks good. Looks yeah. cool. Yeah. Action looks good. Um like some of the action reminds me of like Gendy kind of like 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 really a little uh, bit. I can see little. that. Like just in the action parts, not like the uh, like the regular stand. No, yeah, stuff. yeah. I got but, like you. it gets really uh, like kinetic and frantic. Um <clears throat> yeah, it looks like it's just a retelling of Mortal Kombat 1. Um, a challenge a challenge you'll see that <laughs> eventually uh, uh, of, of Mortal Kombat 1 just kind of from Scorpion's perspective yeah which is cool yeah I think that, that I'm into it that looks really good yeah, yeah. Um, Final Fantasy 7 remake has yes, yes, this, yes, this yes, week. yes 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 I'm excited it, this game looks gorgeous <laughs> bless Get you Zootite. wow thanks he's allergic to how good it looks yeah but yeah, I mean, the game comes out in April, April 10th. I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's gorgeous. And one of the things about this trailer that a lot of fans, hardcore fans, were really were kind of iffy about was the cloud cross-dressing scene. Because yeah. uh, when we heard that we were getting Final Fantasy VII Remake, some fans were like, okay, but are they going to include that? 
Because obviously back in 1997, low polygon count, you could get away with a lot of stuff. Whereas in 2019, and this time it's like, are they going to do that? Yeah. Are they? And then Square comes out and is like, oh no, we're going to still put that. And people were scared. They're like, oh, are they going to dial it back? Are they going to like not make it? Or is it going to be really insensitive? Yeah. <clears throat> nope. Man, it just looks like silly anime stuff. Nope. Yeah. They are doubling down. Yeah. Man, that game looks so pretty. I can't wait to play it. I'm so excited for that game. Just seeing um seeing all the all the characters look real good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I remember when you look like you look like shit, <laughs> and you look like I, t- I you have a nose now. Cool. Just, uh, we um Nobuo Uematsu came back and he did a new uh, a new song for the game, which is a big deal because he's the famous Final Fantasy composer. And just listening to the battle music um, for the second half of the trailer is just and more action gameplay. Just makes me so stoked for this. I mean, I know some Final Fantasy purists are still like, we want the turn base. I'm like, guys, this this shit is cool. This shit is rad. Just play it and then Evolution. and then just play it first and then criticize it. Yeah, the combat for FF15 was real good and it looks. It like was. That. So I'm and happy. it looks like this is the FF15 combat mastered. Yeah, sounds awesome. It does sound. Can't awesome. wait. Did, do you guys have anything to say about? I'm sorry, I, I totally took that over. I well, don't have, never, your thing, I have never played a Final Fantasy. Yeah. Did, oh wait, no, you saw uh, Advent Children. That's I've only seen Fantasy. the two films. Okay. I don't think that really. Oh, <laughs> Spirits Within. I forgot about that mm-hmm. piece of tying in FF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's it. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's I'm done from. Um, I'll get off my Final Fantasy hill now. Bye. Now we've had dun, 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 dun. nine movies with no dun, naming dun, 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 consistency, <laughs> and now we have F nine. <laughs> God bless it. I just really, I kind of really wish there would have been the Fine and the Furious. Honestly, the Fine look, and the Furious. I am 100. percent Look, I'm like. Not even convinced it's F nine and it's just the Fast Saga. No, I'm, it's F9. Uh, if it is, if this movie, if this movie comes out and it's called the Fast Saga, I would not be surprised. Nah, they're just in capitalizing. Fact, in fact, I would love it, love it to no end if it was F nine colon the Fast Saga. Really, just mess with that in, shelf. In, instead of it being like Harry Potter and the Thing, actually, it's it's uh, it's always called that. Yeah, uh, you just reverse the other one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just always do that. I would love, love it's it. It's always called the Fast Saga, but the first name always changes. Yeah. The Fast Saga. So now, so now we've had The Fast and the Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious. To- the Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Fast and Furious. Fast Five. Fast and Furious Six. Furious Seven. The Fate of the Furious. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. And now F9. Yep. And, number 10 is and, be and let's be clear, when you say Fate of the Furious, it's always spelled F8 oh, yes. of the Furious. And the next one's going to be called Cars, baby. It needs to be called Fast Tenure Seatbelts. It does. Yeah. That's what we're hoping for. That's why we're letting them get to 10. No, it's the poster is just going to be a picture of Vin Diesel looking at you going, you know. <laughs> you know <laughs> it doesn't even have a called. title. You go to buy your ticket and you're just like, yo, okay, what do you want? You know. <laughs> Family. Uh, but either way. What do we think of the latest installment of Vin Diesel's Fast and Furious franchise? That's right, The Rock. Take it. Take so, it. I mean, he kind of got his own franchise. He's doing fine. <laughs> he got the Hobbs and The Rock has whatever he wants. Yeah. yeah. I think this trailer is awesome. Me too. I think uh, the action now that Justin Lin is back is... Uh, there's so much action in this trailer. Action in this trailer. I'm really it's happy to see Justin Lin back. <clears throat> yeah. Really um, happy. Like, the series has been slowly and steadily just becoming real stupid and like, hey, man, I go to the movies for fun stuff. Uh, he's yeah. catching cars and they're like, they're jumping out of 10-story buildings. Like, it, it's all good to me, baby. So, Same. so one of the things, uh, I, I, I will say I was less jazzed about this trailer uh, than, than, than others until the end and I want to talk about the end just in its own little se- section mm-hmm. for a second. But um, I, 
there's it's not so much the stunts that bo- that bother me because the stunts are ridiculous. Like catching a car is a little. I got to see the context of that one because he's I don't not know, catching it. I don't know what's happening. I don't there. think he's catching it. I think he's getting hit by it. Yeah, it cuts away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I said. Got to see the context. Sure. Yeah. Um, but the the driving off a cliff and Spider Maning off the thing. What what bugs me about that is just the confidence that Vin Diesel has. Like he knows for a fact that this is what's going to happen if I do this. God, that's what I love. And about what it. yeah, what I kind <laughs> of really loved about the earlier Fast and Furious films, and like I said uh, with the Hobbs and Shaw thing, I'm kind of like. You know, Fate of the Furious didn't really do it for me. Upon rewatch, the first time was it's a blast of a film, but like, is it is it what I'm going to this franchise for? And then Hobbs and Shaw kind of doubled down on that, um, and so I'm kind of a little bit, I'm not sure if I'm so jazzed about the franchise as I used to be. Um, but what I like about about the earlier action is that they didn't know they were going to survive if they did the thing. It was just their only way, their only way out. Uh, and so you see like the panic on their faces. But like Vin Diesel decided that Dom needs to be a super spy. So he's just got to know everything and do the cool gun thing that John Wick can do because mm-hmm. he saw a John Wick movie. <laughs> and like for me, Paul Walker, I had to realize I had to come to terms with the fact that Paul Walker was the heart of the franchise for me. And without him, it has lost a lot. Um, it's it, it, He humbled Vin Diesel's characters, Vin Diesel and, and Dom uh, in a way that that I don't know if I'm interested in super superhero Vin Diesel, Dom Toretto. Yep. That said, at the end of this, at the end of this uh, trailer Han showed up and he got me back. Justice is coming because Han is alive, guys. The best character in the <coughs> whole franchise. He's still eating those chips like he always does because he's a smoker. Fast Five, great movie. Fast Five is the best movie. Yeah, franchise. That's the safe one. Brazil. Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm. The best. It is the best one. Yeah, I like that one. No, Justin right. Lin. Yeah, you're right. Hey, and you know what? There's also that Justin Lin has directed the best films of the franchise. Mm-hmm. That's true. All of it. Um, so <laughs> you just say that a lot. I said it only. This is the first time I said it today. <laughs> yeah. So take that. True, um, it's true. All of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> um, so yeah, seeing Han at the end, I was just like, "Damn it, you got me." Han's back. Yes. Justice is coming. So um, I initially wanted him to be a cyborg bad guy. Uh, that could still be the case. Yeah. I at first I was like, "Oh, maybe he's gonna get like like Kylo Ren. He'll be a bad guy and then get he'll bring be brought back into the family." Mm-hmm. It might even be better if he, he's brought into the family at the beginning and he's a sleeper agent and he gets activated as a bad guy. Mm, Which I think it's even I, better if he doesn't know it. Charlie yeah. Saron's put him there. That's exactly. That's what I want. I want. <clears throat> I want Cyborg. Hunter. I like seeing him drift again, bringing back Tokyo Drift. Yes. Um, yeah. I, 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 it looks fun. It look, that said, I'm here till ten. You got me, Fast and Furious, till ten. Yeah. So, show me some crazy shit. I, I, uh, I, I completely understand. I know you're not the only one who who feels like the the Paul Walker thing. I he. I don't. He might have been the heart of the franchise at the beginning, but after that, he's just he's doing all the same stuff. As I don't everyone think else. it's so much about him specifically. I think it's what he made the other characters act like. Yeah. Because of his connection to them. Yeah. Like even in the best movie, Fast Five, that moment where it's Dom and uh, I forget her name, Lady? Jordana Brewster's character. I forgot her name too. Yeah, she's in this. But she, his sister and Brian are all there, Mia. and they're holding Mia. Yeah, and they're all holding each other like. That kind of those kind of moments got less after Paul Walker. Now that, that being that said, true. there's only really one movie that Paul Walker isn't in. Yeah, it's eight. Right, so it's a little hard to judge that. I think everyone's just still feeling the fact of like, well, he's not in this now. That yeah. doesn't mean that there can't still be worthwhile character heartfelt moments in the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. That's true. 
again, like that being said, I still think that one of the the most impactful pieces was when Dom found out, like when we as the audience found out that the reason why Dom was doing the things for Charlie Theron was because she had uh, the girl from Fast Five, and not only that, but Dom's daughter, Dom's kid that we sorry son that we didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a good moment. Right. And so I don't think that the series is devoid of its of its I heart. Mean, you know, the thing is, it's not even that I dislike them. It's just that as we're kind of going along, I'm like, you know, I think, the, I think what I got out of this franchise is no longer there. And you know what? That happened to Doctor Who. It happens a lot. It's yeah. Not, for long-running franchises, eventually the, the uh, people come to them for so many different things. And if that thing is just not there that's no that's no fault of their own it's yeah. just you're you got taste it's just your taste this things change trailer made it very clear to me if it wasn't already i'm sure it was but it didn't it didn't become as like oh yeah you can just say that now about it until this trailer which is that it is a soap opera with dope ass action yes. and that's really what fast and furious is and what fast and furious has been arguably almost since the first one yeah sure. but 100%. definitely at least since four yeah and um and I think that if that it when it's under that mentality, it's like, of course, it's a soap opera with really great action scenes. So of course, Jacob is Dom's brother. Hell yeah, of baby! Of course, it's going to play out that way. Of course, Han's that coming just back. makes sense. Of course, Han will be back. It doesn't. It's all of just he's about a cyborg. It's you don't care because you're already. It's not about what the plot is. It's about how these characters interact with each other and the cool shit they do together and who's there and how much they care about each other. Yeah. That you know, yeah, totally. <clears throat> and I also like that the approach they took to the family theme of the Fast and the Furious franchise was that now Dom has a brother who is evil. Evil Dom. And I'm I'm into that idea of like not all blood is family. Yeah. Like the tagline of this mm-hmm. franchise. Of the of this of this movie. Helen Mirren's back. Um Helen Mirren is back. God yes. The Shaw's somewhere. Uh, I, I just can't not be excited. I'm so excited yeah, about no, all no. these characters. Jordana Brewster. And the action looks so good. The fist fights look nuts. And yeah. Jordana Brewster came back. Which uh, now makes a lot more sense. Yeah, because with with without Brian, because <clears> they <throat> kept Brian alive, it, it is a little weird to see Jordana Brewster without him. Yeah. Um, but having... having it be a family matter. It's a family matter. It is her brother also. It does kind of still raise a flag of like, well, why wasn't Paul Walker there? Because Brian's taking care of the kids. He's a stay-at-home dad now. Stay That's yeah, why he was no. driving the minivan. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, so yeah, so it, it, it does make sense why Jordan Brewster is there. And I'm, excited, I'm happy to see her back. I am too. Me yeah. too. I'm really glad that she gets to come back. Because like, at, from an actor's perspective of like being connected to a character, it's not her fault that the character she's married to, the actor, passed away, unfortunately. Yeah. That doesn't mean she shouldn't get to appear anymore because of yeah. that. And it's cool um, she's not just showing up to be like, oh, I'm the mom. Like, she is kicking ass. Yeah, yeah she's uh, got an action yeah. sequence with Michelle Rodriguez. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And they look, they look so good. They look brutal. Look, the truck flipping looks great. All of hey the guys, action looks great. Guys, I have been craving a truck <clears throat> flip for years. Thank you, Hollywood, for bringing back the we truck get, flip. We get one every couple of years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just love it. due time. Yeah, uh, yeah, the action does the action does look solid, and the the the, the color scheme of the film looks really interesting. I'm I so glad I'm so glad that Charlie Saron's at the forefront of this. This is the first time we've had like a fast villain come back come back around yeah. in such a major way. Yeah. yeah, like usually they're at the tail end of the last film and then they appear in the next one, but this is like a major involved thing. Yeah, and I think that's great. I'm glad the trailer looks better than those posters. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Same. His posters were real bad. Colors. Except for Hans. Except for Hans. His character poster is incredible. <laughs> it's so good. Um, They're leaning yeah, into the marketing I, man. Uh, man. 
I'm pumped. Even I didn't think that Fast 9 could get me this pumped. Same. And I'm like, dang, I'm so pumped. And it's not just Han. It's it's the it's the gang. It's the action. It's like I love John Cena. So this, I, I they, this looks so a much good performer. Yes, me too. This looks so much better than the last one to me. This looks more like the the Fast and Furious films from before that I really enjoyed a lot. This looks more in that tone. Justin Lin. Um, yeah, Justin Lin has a lot to do with that. I'm I'm certain. Um, John Cena had an interview where he recently said that he doesn't believe he's playing the villain. Mm. And I'm like, oh, dang. You're, you mean you're going to have like real motivations and not just be bad for bad sake? I'm so excited. <laughs> Excellent. I'm so I'm so happy. Anyway, my read, my read personally on Dom doing the car thing is like, to me, it just wouldn't feel genuine from him at this point for him to be panicked about doing that. Mm-hmm. They've done too many things. They've done a lot. They've done a lot. Uh, it, 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 for him, like it's enough for me that Letty is reacting like this is crazy, but that Dom is just like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> that's kind of like where we're at. Like I feel like that's where the franchise has driven think that, that character to that point is that he's just kind of got to be like, driven. all right, here we go. Mm. This is whatever comes next. Is whatever comes next. Hey, maybe the I live F- my life a quarter mile at a time, and this next quarter mile's flying off this cliff. <laughs> maybe the F in F nine just stands for F it. <laughs> Yeah, like what? Because Dom, when Dom's going towards that broken that broken bridge, he's going through his mind is like, "F it, what happens Look, happens." I think that all the uh, you can get me to buy any action when we got to the end of Furious Seven, and I was like, "Yeah, I've been with you on this whole ride. I'm here." And Dom stomped on a parking garage, and it cracked yeah. beneath him, and <laughs> sent Statham to the bottom. And I'm like, I. Anything can happen now. He brings down You've a, convinced it, me anything can happen. His melee weapon is a big ass <laughs> wrench. I love it. He's like, I'm a mechanic. I'm here to whoop your no, ass. You know why? It's, it's the wrench because of the first film. So the wrench because of the story in the it first walks, film. I'm still the, here to whoop this, your ass. This franchise walks such a beautiful line of being too stupid and too cool. Yeah. <laughs> like it just it just stays it rides right there. The line you know what? Hard. I really don't have a whole lot to say about this because after that whole the the freaking car swinging around like Spider Man, I'm like, what the frack? Ch- yeah, man, the you rock handles what? torpedoes. You know what? It's Fast Ooh. and Furious. He just pushed it out of the way. Oh. <laughs> I'm probably everyone. Gonna... Th- everyone. F- f- everyone thinks that the fate of the Furious sequel is where he t- to get picks is like he picks up a tor- torpedo no, and chucks it. But at the Brandon, submarine. how many people do you know handle torpedoes still just, by their hands? And and it's still a heavy thing. It's, it's, still, it's still a fate, big deal. Fate of the Furious <laughs> is also one of my problem movies. So I'm just saying, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying, everybody talks about it like he's yeah. like chucking it like a football. Yeah, but I'm just saying, <laughs> logic and reason are out the window. Five movies ago for me, yeah. I accept it all. Oh, yeah, I have accepted all right. of it. I, it's, yeah. it's, my issue has never been the logic of the reason. I've, I mean, I've yeah. watched them throw throw a car out of a out of a three story building. Yeah. Uh, no, Dubai, they drove baby. three so, so, three three buildings. Sorry, no, they drove a car out out of the eighty seventh <clears throat> floor in Dubai into another building. Yeah, they did. Yeah, into they did. another building. Yeah, they, yeah, they Diesel lifted it, and that's yeah, and that's Furious. And that's Furious Seven. Right? Yeah, that's Furious like Seven. Um, I yeah, so the gravity, the logic, the, it, it's the it's the superhero Dom thing that I always I'm that I don't know if I'm here for. The like super spy superhero Dom Dominic Toretto. I'm like I don't know if I. I mean that's fair, I like but he's been that way for like I like again, four a, or five movies. Not no, he's only been that way since since really seven. And even seven, like I can still buy it because we still have the relationship with Brian. Yeah. If I'm being a hundred percent honest, I don't. It's just, I don't care enough about Fast and the Furious to to go into it. I, but it's like they're stupid action movies. Well, but see, that's, <laughs> like that's that's what you it's, get it's out. Not, of. It's not Martin Scorsese. But that's what you get out of. Yeah. Them. It's like we just ta- I just talked about like like 
you know, if the thing that you go to a franchise is for is there, is there for you it still is. Yeah. There's no shame in me in, in anyone just being like, you know the thing I liked isn't here anymore. No, I know. There's no shame. So no shame at all, I don't think. Shame. Not at all. Fast and the Furious. Anyway, Final and the Furious. F9, Final the saga. The I'm, Fast I'm saga. stoked. I, I have no qualms. All right, shall no we get songs. into our main topic? Right, then time now for our you main topic. Uh, we're talking today about piracy, pirating comics, how to pirate comics. Um, uh, no. So here's what you do is you, you go on the internet. And no. Um, Stop. Yes, no, yes, no. Yes, you're you type it in and there it is. No. Thanks, Googs. We are talking Google, about... Google, not Googs. <laughs> Mark Guggenheim doesn't steal. We are talking about the, uh, the, the mentality of pirating comic books off the internet and not supporting your local comic shops. Mm-hmm. More specifically, the arrogance... It's not just that, that it's not just that I'm also going to be playing devil's advocate a lot even though I don't agree with the statements but um being in the discussion online where I got yelled at a lot because I voiced my opinion on piracy I'm going to bring in some um some defenses that I still don't think fully su- support you should steal but uh sometimes you literally don't have a choice and that's and, at the end of the day, then don't 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 do it. We're definitely we're definitely not talking about that sort of thing cuz I totally I totally get look behind the door behind the scenes uh we don't have enough money to buy all the comic books that we bring on the book club and unfortunately our local libraries do not Although, carry all no the but com- here's the thing though no. we have a lot of them here's the thing i would say almost 95 percent of them one of us owns that book right yeah. so mm-hmm. we could all lend it to each other we we bought that book one of us still bought that book we are supporting it still we also go to the comic store a lot my main problem was people who just never buy a comic yeah and then yell when books get canceled yeah that's mm-hmm. what i mean by the arrogance of that yes of, yeah. of that idea is uh, you know there's there is there are circumstances that could potentially excuse this this thing if you want to support them in the only way that you can. It is a way to support as you're spreading the word if you like it, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But to kind of be like, no, I deserve this book and you are wrong for telling me that I don't. It's, uh, it's a very uh, is, is youthful entitlement. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I mean... Ryan, you said you saw you got on a fight with Twitter. I witnessed a fight on Twitter from one of our favorite writers, Diane Cates. Mm-hmm. I, got, um, I witnessed I, that fight with you. Yeah, I got, he, I got I got quotes from a lot of comic books. Yeah, he of course got into he got into it on Twitter a few months ago about how I want to say it was during his Cosmic Ghost Rider or one of his uh, it was about his Venom run, and someone was like, "Dude, I pirate comics all the time, but why do they keep canceling books?" And Diane Cates straight up says, "Like, dude." You are the reason why these books are getting canceled. You're not going out and buying them. I have a couple quotes for you right here. How actually. dare you? And it just and he's like, well, I can't get. I don't have a LCS. It's like then order them online. Get a subscription service. There are ways for people out in rural America to get comic books. It's it's not the best. It's the uh, crappy way, sure, but it's still comicsology is a good alternative. Comicsology is a great alternative. Marvel Unlimited is a great uh, alternative. To be fair, with some people who live in rural areas, Wi-Fi is way worse than you think, and mm-hmm. having something like comicsology is not going to solve that problem because you True. can't load the pages. True. They'll take you a day to Because the internet yeah. is garbage out yeah. there. You have quotes, Ryan. Uh, today yes. in 2020, there are people in the middle of the country yeah. who yeah. cannot get online easily Shit, at even, all. My Wi-Fi sucks sometimes. No, I know. <laughs> it's it's yeah. bad. Um, so somebody says like, hey, uh, it might not be that way for some people. Someone's talking to Donnie, but speaking as someone who lives in a really small town in a third world country, every single comic book I own uh, comes from pirated uh, something that I pirated first. Uh, and he's like, hey, man, I'm sorry that sucks you live in a third world country that doesn't have comic book shops. Piracy is still stealing. Uh, Comicsology is a thing. Uh, downloading is slow. You could still do it, though. So there's, there's, there's some people who do just a fine line of just like, just don't pirate at all. Don't read the comic if you can't. 
hey, us growing up, we didn't have, I mean, we had the internet, but we didn't have the internet like now where we have every comic book online. Yeah, the internet sure. wasn't as forward as it was. I mean, I still remember the, the days when Napster was like, ooh, Napster, yeah. ooh. But I mean, like like our parents, like you, yeah. you're not going to go to a comic store and steal a comic book, right? You wouldn't do that. But no, for some people, they can justify it's because it's online that they can do it. And I don't get that because it's still, it's still the piece of art that somebody made. I just I it boggles my mind that they don't have that separation. It's a, it's a really selfish thing to just kind of be like, because this exists, I am owed it. Yes. Um, and I think it. I think when 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 you're a kid, you you're supposed to grow out of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, to be and not to be fair, but a lot of the people who are in support of pirating comics are younger yeah. and they don't have jobs and they don't understand how business works and how money and how life work. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> now, admittedly, money sucks and should be abolished. Yes, and at the end of the day, like uh, capitalism sucks. I am I'm very anti the man. We're sure. very much all anti capitalism. Sure. But th- that's but hold people on. still need to get paid Let, for the work. Let's just do a real quick thing, Ben. Yeah. Do you own all the comics you want to own? Hell no. No, Ryan. Do you own all the no. comics you want? Right, Brandon. Do you own all the comics? Yes. Same you with like movies to own? and music. You do. Yeah. Do. Yeah. Every wow. single comic you want to own, you own. No. He's being a contrarian. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> neither do I. Um, it's not possible. <laughs> no. And again, uh, movies, it's unfortunate, TV, so we make choices. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't go to the comic store and get every title we want to. Oh, yeah. It sucks. Yeah. We make choices. Yes. Uh, if I could, I would be... I would have just kept buying The Flash and Aquaman. I was interested enough. Yeah. I would just be buying other Marvel titles too, and I'd buy them all the way through. I'd be reading the Avengers run. I'd be reading the Justice League run. I'd read everything Bendis is doing at DC. I can't afford to. Right. right. I mean, I'm lucky enough to buy comics now because there have been times in my life where I had where I stopped buying comics altogether because I couldn't afford it. Same. And then when I could, when I'm able to afford them again, I jump right back into them. I had so much more money before I started doing this. <laughs> Me <Yeah>. too. <laughs> but it's I okay. didn't. I think I have more money now. Well, not this moment in time, but that's it. No. I mean, you just look at like, like Sparks was saying, uh, there's a thousand X-Men books and I want to read them all. I can't. It's, it's literally impossible. It's impossible it's for me yeah. to do that. I mean, but like, I don't go... I, I, I'll wait for a trade. I'll wait yeah. for when I can buy mm-hmm. them and I'll support what I can. Like yeah. Mr. Uh, Mr. Miracle. Excuse me. Like that really good Tom King run. We read six issues of it. Yep. Great book. <clears throat> I went and bought it. Yep. I, I bought... I mean, sure, I bought it at a cons. It was bought secondhand, truth be told. But still, Tom King somehow, someway got money somehow I, from my purchase of that book. I do not care what you do with your life in general. I don't care what anybody does with their lives. I, yeah. I want people to be left alone. <laughs> wow, Jesus. Um, <laughs> yes, I am the same way, Brandon. Sorry, Sparks. <laughs> um, but uh, if you tell me that you only pirate comics and you don't at least support your local sh- co- local comic shop, if you have a local comic shop and you are not supporting it, but you pirate comics, uh, go F yourself. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> there, there's like, a... support, your bu- support your shops. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, there, there. Again, I'm trying to play devil's advocate. There could mm-hmm. be a, a a way of like, hey, books like Batman, books like Spider Man, they're always gonna sell. Like, if you if you want to pirate a comic, maybe go for the ones that that aren't hurting for money, yeah. right? Uh, because independent comics get pirated just as much as Spider Man or Batman do. Sure. Yeah. Um, I have a bunch of quotes that I'm gonna read out from certain creators. There's a creator named uh, Ted Brandt. He worked on an image comic called Crowded. He's worked on Unstoppable Wasp, Mighty uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, his book ha- is 10 issues and 95,000 people read his comic online. So that's 95,000 
trades Jesus. that he could have made money on. Yeah. And it's like, this royally pisses me off. People think that they're stealing from a big company, but you're stealing from me. Yeah. And that's what people don't truly understand. It's not like, and I, I get to bring up uh, like Avengers Endgame. If you want to pirate Avengers Endgame, the biggest movie of all time, go for it. Those people are supported. They're okay. They got their money. Yeah. Uh, if you want to steal an image book, <clears throat> two people made that book. And if you don't buy that number one, they don't get to make a number two. Right. That's how comics yeah. work. And I just don't think people realize that comics is such a small, uh, inclusive industry where like, mm -hmm. it's truly about supporting the artist. It is all about the art. Well, here's what, here's what I'll, well, I'll throw back about the movie thing. Um, when, people, when people talk about like boycotting, let's say, let's say a movie directed by Brian Singer. Let's say you want to you you boycott a movie directed by Brian Singer. You have every right to do so. Yeah. Um, but you are not hurting him. No. No. He's already got his paycheck. Yep. He's already signed his. He's already cashed his check. You are hurting the boom operator. You are hurting the caterers. You are hurting the the visual effects artists. You are hurting all the other people who didn't who get paid on the back um, end of a movie. Uh, unfortunately, that's also not entirely true. Um, a lot of it is that all those people they're called bottom line, and they got paid their bottom line when they did the production. Now you're hurting their business with the studio in the future because you're hurting like the studio's foresight of earnings and their likelihood of getting another job and being hired back. Not necessarily because it's their fault, but who they're what amount of crew they're willing to hire, who they're amount who they're going to hire back and everything. But it's not like they get residuals off box office or anything like that. Below the line employees like. Uh, crew and sound and, and all those things. Anything that's not the editor, the director, those top above the line folks, they don't get anything after the box office happens. They it's, make no yeah. more money off of the movie after that. It's also very different because uh, a movie gets made and then it'll come out a year and a half later. So like somebody who worked on that movie, they're done and they're done with it. If you're working on a comic, right. issue one, like how many comics get delayed because they're crunching so close to when it's supposed to be released sure the comics are being made like as they're being developed so if something bad happens it, ca they, it gets cancelled uh, or something and I just want to be really clear because this is about comics yeah. more than it's about films but I do want to be clear like I agree with your point like that's you're, you're still hurting the wrong people regardless when you're boycotting a film you're not hooting, hurting who you think you're hurting, hooting. Um, you're not proving the point you think you are yeah. right, um, that's what I was talking about yeah. no I know uh, but uh, but I did want to clarify like that's also not a clean break. Um, when it gets into like things like visual effects and practical effects, there is a back end of like box office returns for like CGI effects and things like that that come closer to the end. But people who were working like the boom mic and everything, that's already done. They're not getting anything more based off box office returns. I just wanted to be clear on that. Um, I uh, I watched uh, two podcasts about piracy, uh, and one of the comments was this person said, "I'm from Brazil. Comics are an expensive hobby, and there's a, d a delay about a year for an issue for per issue." Um, and he says, "Marvel now is available, but DC Universe is blocked in our country. So sometimes it is literally impossible for them to legally get it. So the only thing they can do is steal. And like, I mean, I guess if you're at that point." I guess steal it, but like you're not helping anyone, and and like I don't want you bragging about it because like I feel sympathy for people who sure. can't buy comics. Like yeah. it is a great I'm, hobby. It's, it's the most expensive hobby. It's the arrogance of the I deserve it. Yeah, people. that bug me more than people like that. If yeah. they're just like I have no other choice. Capitalism sucks. I want to steal it. Like I have no, I have no other choice, but I want to read this thing because I want to have the story of my life. Okay, uh, but don't tell me that you are deserved it. Yeah. Yeah, like what Ryan said, like people in Brazil or other countries or lesser developed countries, stuff like uh, comic books or even tr or trading cards, it's super hard to come by. I remember when I was in Brazil vacationing there, um, we were with family friends and they're like, hey, do you have these, this thing called Yu-Gi-Oh? And the youngest son showed my brother and I his collection of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, completely mistranslated 
completely just batshit. There was a picture of Obelix the Tormentor, and it said Wing Dragon of Ra. I had a couple of those Pokemon ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were real but bad. it was. I mean, but this is all they could get. And even when I were good, we're walking down the, we're walking in um in like a marketplace, we see people with pirated video games. We see people with pirated books. So it's this, the only way people in those areas of the world can get them is through piracy. Of course, I'm not condoning it, but at the same time, I don't want people to brag. It's like, oh, I have I have to pirate and pirating is good. It's like, no, pirating is bad. That's a good point. It's like in, it's some, even in some places in the world, it's that they're selling pirated versions. You're buying something, but it's pirated. Yeah. yeah. Like, who do you, who do you blame there? Uh, I got uh, when, that's their, when that's their direct access. Who do you, yeah. you do you blame the consumer for buying the pirated I mean, good, or do you I, blame the person who's I feel, pirated? I feel like I they're still trying to buy something though. They're right, they're still trying to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. So if you have to pirate, if you absolutely have to, like if you're in Brazil or if you're in, let's be clear, yeah. you never have to. No, no you don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. If that's well, if like, that's your if that's your if that's your last bastion of decision making and you're like okay it's worth it then sure I guess that 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 that's where we've gotten to you have you feel you have no other options and you must do this but you do not have to you can you do ha- ultimately have one other option you might not be able to support the comics while they're coming out mm-hmm. right and you might not be able to buy them brand new at a local comic shop or anything you still even with the limited internet resources or anything you have can order them through the website old right. trade copies or whatever single issues trades mm-hmm. you can order lots all through eBay or Amazon or whatever you want and you can get older comic books not even that old right like uh, just a year ago you can get those comics you can order those you can pay for those and yeah that's not going back directly to the consumer but in a way it's going into someone's pocket who does buy comics who hopefully yeah. will buy more with the money you are giving them yeah 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 you'd like yeah, to yeah. think optimistically yeah I want to uh, there's a a uh, Artist named uh, D. Kanif. Uh, uh, this is a hard, Brandon. I'm sorry, you're right. Um, they worked on a. I crave a Bob Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Smith says, um, no, they worked on a comic called Olympia, which is a uh, independent book. I've and they said, this one. if you don't pay for my comics, I don't get paid. Uh, my kids don't get food. You're not hurting a corporation. You're hurting my kids. There's over a thousand views on Olympia number one, which only came out a few days ago on illegal sites. Every one of those views is taking money from my children. Yeah. And yeah. that's real. That is like really sad. And that's like as someone who wants to create comics and is going to have to start independently, like that terrifies me that I'm never going to make money. No, it's that's brutal. like it's truly terrifying. That's mm-hmm. that's really brutal. And there's there's just not a lot. I think that the I think a big challenge of it is that I do think that the young, if they even do go to a comic shop and buy something, they're going to buy like the bigger tiles. They're not going to even take a chance to risk money on something they're not sure about. And that's part of the detriment of it. Yes. Uh, Jeremy uh, Whiteley, who I'm a fan of because he was doing a book called Future Foundation, which is one of the big books of, of this conversation because it got canceled after six issues because nobody bought it, but people who were pirating it were complaining that it got canceled. Right. And that's why I got really mad because I was buying that book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeremy Whiteley said, I didn't want to do this, but I'm invoking the comic creator's curse. If you pirate comics you could buy, your favorite B-level characters will appear in the next crossover, act out of character, and be brutally murdered just for the sake of event. The ball's in your court to not let that happen to them. And that's one hundred percent true so like when characters randomly die in big events which does happen all the time it's because you didn't support them when they needed it and i'm like that's that's the reality of it you got to show support for the things that you want right and i mean and just to counterpoint to that like you know even us as big comic fans like i can't always afford to buy every tile that's going to support those big Mm -hmm. characters and i try to hear about the good ones and i try to pick those up even if i can't keep up with reading them even if it's a smaller title yeah trying to think of jimmy olsen 
Like I, yeah. Yeah. I bought Jimmy Olsen because I'm like, I heard that's great. I'm not caught up on it, but I keep buying it because yeah. I'm like, I want to make sure that people know this is a good book. Yep. Um, like you try and do what you can, but it's, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, it is hard. And I acknowledge, I just want to be clear. Like I acknowledge that's hard. Like I can't support every character I want to support. I just can't. So yeah. I went to, um, excuse me, the main, the biggest uh, uh, site online to read comics online is funny enough called Read Comics Online. Um, I am very familiar. Yes. Thank you. Um, so, uh, Brandon. Um, Sorry. No, <laughs> wrong discussion. Yeah. Um, this is the book that Jeremy really worked on, Future Foundation. I went to the website to see how many views that it had since the since it ended. It has 75,000 views. Yeah. So that is 75,000 copies of a comic. That that could help Marvel keep that book alive, or or at least show that like, hey, it's still gonna get canceled, but like we saw that you guys tried to make it work, and like that's so much money gone. And yeah. and to to be clear, there's also an amount of this where it's people coming to it much later than its release. Yeah, yeah, and that happens too. And then like, there's only yeah. so much you can do. Yeah, right. Like uh, you know, it, some people find out about these books, they do become their favorite. How many titles? And characters became of interest to me years after their runs happened. Oh yeah, like you know, countless, countless. So I wasn't able to support that run, but I'm like, man, I love that run. This is also brings up a um, a buy it and trade, like uh, uh, like one of the reasons people pirate comics is because I think the the nature of the American comics industry is effed. Because if you look at manga, manga's killing it, and manga is cheap. And you get so much more of it. It's true. And the piracy has gone down so much because they have they make it so available. I can't tell you how many times I've thought at least Marvel and DC, but probably Image as well, should release a monthly or bi-monthly collection mm-hmm. of single issues that you're able to keep track with some stories that way. That costs a little more, but you get a whole collection. And, like every, and every time books. they do it, it can include one or two that features some side characters like, oh, you might, or side stories, other things that like, hey, you might be interested in this. And if you are interested, you can go pick up that single title. Yeah. But that way, like you're picking up your, your Superman, your Batman all in a bundle. Um, and move, it's just a book that you Walmart buy. books, baby. And it's just a book you buy at like 25 because that's what Shonen Jump is. Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's the, like so many comic creators uh, want them to move to like a seasonal method or a trade. Like, hey man, you get a comic every couple months because that's when the trade comes out. Yeah, like, and like, I, uh, that would, I love getting single issues, getting a whole bunch of single issues, and that would halt that, where I won't read as many comics at a time. But like, if it helps the creators stay uh, successful, that's a diff- that's a difficult one because it would it would help the creators, but it would negatively negatively impact the the shop owners. Hundred uh, percent. But like yeah. with Marvel and DC and Image, put out so many books, yeah. and some uh, like not all of them are always necessary. Like some are just like bad tie-ins, or 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 you're trying to keep a character around for no reason. But like. There's so many comics. You just can't get them all. I'm just saying it. I I think there's a lot more people that would like jump on it. If it's like once a month I go to the comic store, I pick up my one big bulk book, which is a subscription book that I do a month. And then maybe I pick up one or two extra titles. It's always a flat $25, $30, whatever you want to say it is. And it's all these characters that I am now following. And then sometimes they tease other things and I get interested in them and I pick those up. And it doesn't even need to be full issues. Like it can just be pieces like you see in the previews, but just attach those in the books and it gets people interested in the other titles. So they might pick something up, the things that are struggling. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good idea. I just, I I just don't, (laughs) I don't understand why, why, Something like that hasn't been thought of because, like, I think I think piracy is bad, and like I agree with all that and what we've been saying. But I think it also speaks to there's just an issue that comic companies are having with being able to reach their consumers and make it a more economical way for them to be able to jump onto the titles that they want to and keep up with them. 
it is something that the comic book industry has struggled it, when it comes to shops uh, is having, um, I guess, more new reader friendly isn't necessarily because I think the audiences don't quite realize that you can jump in anywhere in a comic book and you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of like a myth in comics. Yeah, it's a myth yeah. in comics that you need to start at it's a place. It's impenetrable. Like, no, every issue no. is in the number one, but basically. Work, but working at a at the comic book shop, and I'm sure you remember this, uh, I almost called it Brian. Uh, Ryan. B. Ryan. Um, <laughs> that how many people walked into our shop and was just like, where should I start? Yeah. And you know, the answer is pick up a book and you'll start there. Yeah. Um, but people want to know like, what's the number one? Where's the first run of this? Mm-hmm. There's so many Batman books. Who do I start with? And blah, blah, blah. Marvel tries to make the trades a little bit more accessible to new readers by saying this whole run by this writer mm-hmm. or this, this title by this writer. And, making it that work even that way. even in the single issues like if it's like issue 16 it's like start of a brand new arc yeah. jump on here yeah yeah Amazing. i remember during the new 32 when jeff john started writing superman they it, it was <laughs> given as a hey this is a good jumping on point yeah what happened uh so megan's reading comics in the other room right now Heck yeah. oh. she's reading through her valkyrie series it turns out there was a page that was misprint and I'll i know about guys. this I, yeah yeah yeah, 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 what yeah. Happened? It has no text what oh yeah, it was, a, it was a misprinting. So she was just saying, yeah, I had to go on, on to a website to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. that one but page she, right now. She bought that book. That book is paid for. Oh, my uh-huh. God. That's so bad. How yeah. did that get up? Holy <laughs> shit. Mi- misprintings, man. People are... are two, two, two pages. Whole pages. Two yeah. pages. She just said two pages. But well, she, guys, but she found them, but she found them online and uh, and got them. And this, I also said she, she said, saved my booty. Did she? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah oh, she said uh, oh. my booty. Oh, got it. The art is also wildly different between like yeah. the misprint and what the finished version looks That's like. Funny. She showed me. Uh, wow. And again, so yeah, um, I I want to say like yes, we we use that Read Comics online site for the book club sometimes because we do sometimes, and I'll fully admit we, that we use something. <laughs> sure, some site. I read comics online. Right. Don't let this be the Yahoo anime of the site now. Dot to. Dot to. Yes. Um. But listen, the the thing is, like, one at least one of us always has a book club because it's a book that we want you guys to read. That book mm-hmm. has been purchased, and like sometimes Sparks and I we share a book. Like it's also we go to the comic store every week. We are not. I just told you are, how much money yeah, I spent. The we. Comic yeah. I, I, my problem is not with people who pirate a comic every now and then. That's not my problem. It is the people who are like, yeah, this is an entire medium. I don't give a shit about the right. people who make it. I'm probably not going to retire because of comics. So I yeah. mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, hell, you you take me into a, inside a Barnes and Noble, you walk me to the graphic novel, graphic novel and manga section. Mm-hmm. If I have zero dollars in my wallet, I'm safe. But if I have even like a ten dollar bill, okay, so that's also a good point. That go ahead, finish your. Well, thing. I was gonna I was gonna say that if I have money in my wallet, nine times out of ten, I'm probably walking out of there with a book in my hand. Yep, because there's I, a freaking Final Fantasy manga that I want to buy now, and it's now I'm like, damn it, I can't sign cover price of trade collections. So often, this is why I buy used copies more than more, more, more often than I buy yeah. the uh, main ones because I'm like, I I want to support and I want to buy from the actual people, so they know I want to buy this book and like people get back the money for it, and mm-hmm. that's why I want to buy trades. I especially do that with it's the indie comics, but if it's like being big Marvel DC, I love going and buying secondhand because. It's so expensive. It's oh, too expensive for collected editions. You want to know a fun fact? So Mar- the reason why Marvel Marvel prices, Marvel trade prices are the highest in the industry. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's a secret. Um, they will they will charge you nineteen dollars for four issues. That's wrong, dude. It's awful. Um, but the reason why they do that, and I found this out by working at this comic book store that Ryan and I used to work at, um, Marvel prices to Amazon. 
So when they release a book, whatever the price is on Amazon is the actual price of that book. They just raise the price so that the Amazon discount doesn't take more off of. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that is a true story. That is what Marvel does. I believe it. And this comics. is why a lot of times why, when I buy the trade, I buy it from Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've bought stuff off Amazon before. I mean, if I see uh like but, that Final Fantasy, if that if well, I but, find but, that, but, fin- but the point but let me finish my thing. If I find that Final Fantasy uh, manga that I want to get, if I find the first three issues on sale for Amazon for like five bucks off the cover price than I can Barnes and Noble, I'm gonna bite the bull and buy it off Amazon. But that, that's what I was talking about. The Amazon prices are always lower than retail prices. They take a they take a percentage off, whether from twenty to thirty five percent, honestly. Um, Marvel raises the price that's, of their That's books. why they get so many customers. Yeah. 20 to 30%. No, I, I'm with you. I get what you're saying. And a great example of why this bothers me and, and about the whole thing is, Ben, you were with me. I went to Barnes & Noble. I picked out three Star Wars comics and I bought them, mm-hmm. but only after I'd done some research and looked all around online because the thing was, buying them at three was buy two, get one free was the deal. Mm-hmm. That made it equal to the price of buying them on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Not less equal but i'm like yeah. well they're here they're in my hands now i'll take them yeah because like there are times when barnes and nobles does sales especially on manga like when borders was still around and i was i was a borders rewards member and there are times where i come i'm walking in there and i have like 20 bucks i get my uh my few manga books and next thing i know it's like i get in the store and it's like hey it's buy two get one free and then my mom's with me and she's like well we're you're gonna be walking out here with a big ass stack uh, just real quick, this is off topic, but Scott Derrickson tweeted, WandaVision is going to be great. Hashtag inside information. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, yeah, it drives me nuts. It honestly drives me nuts that like I can't go into the local comic shop and pick out some books and buy trades at like their maximum price because I'm like, this is insane. That's why I This wait is insane. For- it, it, when I have, I cannot, it's not financially responsible of me to know that it is $8 cheaper mm-hmm. somewhere else and buy it here. Uh, Ryan, remember That's why I don't Comic- buy books outside of the comic book shop. I get Re- a discount. Yeah. Ryan, remember right. when uh, when you and I were at Comic Con uh, last time a few years ago, sure. and you were helping me hunt down mm. the Spider Gwen and Steve Rogers oh, books? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I'm not gonna buy that shit full price. I love cons for that reason of I can go to all these different comic book or Frankincense or Frankincense. Yep. Thank you. Any, too. any kind of secondhand market like that does yeah. some incredible. You guys saw like we went to oh, like comic con and yeah. I brought God. by a box <laughs> of trades yeah. dollar that, trades that I bought. I spent like $22 I bought like seven X and I got trades. 22 books. Yeah. And on the cover price, 20 bucks, 15 bucks, 30 yeah. bucks. Right. Hell, how much was that House of X Power? I was literally about power? to bring up. See, but that's different because that's a that's 12 issues hardcover. I know. Well, that's 60 bucks. Well, yeah, that's, that's 60 worth bucks. It. That's worth it. Once we get to WaterCon, that's probably going to be 35. Yes. Um. Speaking of that, the- no, That's that's generous. Those big hardcovers take a few also, years before they drop came, that It just low. came out. Okay, maybe um, like 50. No, because like we're looking at like you know like the World World War Hulk and stuff still oh, being okay. decently yeah. up there and stuff. I okay. know that's bigger than that, but but you know what I mean. Yeah. If it's new. The Dawn of X- Volume One, which is the first issues of all six series, right, right? That's like thirty bucks for the, for the floppy, right? And it's a uh, six issues for thirty dollars in trade paperback floppy. That's that's right. So, that's no. half of twelve issues. It's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. And I already bought it. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the other part. Yeah, it's, but I it's, want. It's trade. an interesting idea, but I'm like, man, like I, trade prices are awful. Yeah, yeah, they really are. I mean, holding the line at two ninety nine. Remember that? Liars. Yeah. Cheaters. Thieves. When, Rebro, looking, when Rebro started, they were like, "We're all, we're going to be holding the line at two ninety nine again." You know Doc what? They, Manhattan can't be that. In strong. their in their defense, they did it for a lot longer than I thought they would. That's yeah. true. That's true. With with titles that, because they were keeping titles coming out biweekly, which was killing everybody in a different way. Yeah. True. Oh, I remember when I was still living with my dad before he moved to Texas. I came home and I think it was it was right after the news two started. I started buying books on the regular. And I've 
and he asked me how much are those books Ben I'm like oh this is like 2.99 2.99 so I'm like spending like 10 bucks here and there and my dad was being like hmm and we've actually gotten to quite a few arguments of he said he kept telling me he's like Ben I don't think you should be wasting your money on comic books and I told him like this makes me happy though I like doing this does he also tell you not to go to see movies or listen to music it's it's art it's entertainment art, it makes you happy. there are times I tried to get him to a movie theater he said no it's too much money Oh, he's one of okay. Well, he just looks. He just uh, hates just, art. It is got, a lot of money. I got sto- Brian. I got I, stories for you off air. Buddy. I I I think even I can attest to the fact. Still love that, you, like, Dad. You, if you are buying comics, like that's great and everything. You you be responsible. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. like like be responsible. Like oh, no no if you no if you shouldn't buy that title, don't buy that hey, title. That's why don't uh, buy that extra variant. Don't buy the whatever whatever. Um, it inside is. baseball. That's why my poll list at Earth Two went away. No, that's for why sure. When Brandon went to go pick up my books, I had to tell him specifically which books I need because my poll list vanished because I waited too long. For sure, but sometimes and I I do this and so i respect mm-hmm. it i know it's hard once you're already there and already doing it it's a oh, lot yeah. harder to say all right pull it back oh god yeah then it is to just not be doing it yeah. but you want to be supportive you want to be doing it i missed out on there's like this um i'm a collector of the avatar last airbender comics that dark horse puts out there are times i walk into a comic store knowing i have to get my pull list because my pull list is way too big not anymore. and then i see that avatar book and i'm like damn it i want to get that but my budget won't allow me choices like ryan said you have to make choices does it suck that i can't get this avatar book yes but that does not mean i'm gonna go online and read it later because i know eventually down the line i'll probably see it at a con what dark horse they normally have a booth at WonderCon. they'll probably be selling it it might be covered price but it's there and i have money or Brandon, i can or stop M- mr Nutstuff? is he down on the peanut thing again yeah baby not damn it um <laughs> when i got into that twitter dispute last year um a lot of the people responding to me with like, yeah, yeah, Ryan, but I'm poor. What do you expect me to do? And I'm like, I'm, we're, we're the same all thing poor. other people do. Don't steal. Do you? And th- there was a, there was a. Do you know how, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Do you know how much money I've had to grovel for this month? Yes. I am poor. Yes. Uh, um, uh, what was it? I, uh, yeah, there was a, there was a commercial like in the late nineties with like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't download a car. Yeah, you wouldn't download a car. And a lot of people were responding to me with like, yeah, Ryan, do you, would you download a car though? And I'm like. Listen, if you, I understand that's funny, but like, you wouldn't steal a car. But it's, it's stealing is stealing. <laughs> but fast forward to 2020 with 3D printers, that's technically legal. You wouldn't you 3D print a car. You can, and you if you design it yourself, you're not stealing designs from anyone else. That is 100 percent legal. It's a little different than what we're talking about. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> um, I had a point. Can't I had 3D a, print oh, a comic. I remember what my point was. Not yet. So obviously, people say they power comics because they're poor, and then this. And I, because remember my arguments with my dad saying about how he thinks I should not be spending my money. Mm-hmm. I also, I keep reading, seeing things on like memes on Facebook and on iGag where people, like older people, say that, oh, if you like stop spending $5 at Starbucks every single day, then you're going to have to save a lot more money. And then someone said, F you. Because I'll kill that, you. Let me finish. He said, F you, because that's probably the only happy thing we get the entire day of our miserable lives. I, I tweeted something like that, yeah. Yeah. So the I, way I, I saw see Ryan it, like, that. yeah, comics for me are a way to get through essentially a, a job I obviously hate going to, something that I, I'm only doing for the money, and yet my little escape from that is going to the store, putting down uh, 10 bucks, taking home a few books, and escaping into the world of Krakoa, watching the X-Men kick ass and take names. Yeah, it's it's a totally valid that um, a lot of people are still have that mentality of like, oh, you know, if you just set aside your... 
five dollars for Starbucks or whatever your other hobby is and you just work hard and set aside your savings like while you're doing that and don't waste it on these kind of frivolous things as they'll put it you'll have a great retirement and I'm like great I don't know that I'm going to live to retirement and nothing about what I'm doing to do savings is going to fix wage stagnation in this country True. so exactly. uh, how about we think of a different solution yeah so um, no it's it's totally valid to say like don't ask me to take away the only things that make me happy uh-huh. <laughs> like yeah. in, in my passing moments like stop I mean, it yeah there are times where I'm like do I really need to buy that book or do I really need to see that movie or do I really have to right. go out to dinner can I just scrounge something up at home and sure but there are times it's like if I'm having a really really shitty day I'm gonna sp- and I'm able to I'm gonna splurge F it I think we got off topic no 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 so and the the point is like if you are in that situation where that's the kind of thing that you're facing where it's like I have to make cutbacks in my finances going well I can cut back the comics because I can pirate them isn't the solution exactly yes. you have to make choices if pirate that hobby, the coffee if the comics are less <laughs> What'd you say? Pirate 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 the coffee. coffee. If the comics are less uh, crucial to you of a hobby than maybe going to the movies or doing whatever else it is you do, Mm -hmm. then you don't get comics for a while. Or you only get one or two. You do whatever you need to do, but piracy isn't the immediate go-to solution. I'm the... the, Get comicsology. For for me, the only new game that I know for a fact I'm going to buy at at actually $80 because I'm buying the deluxe edition is Final Fantasy VII. Also, That's the only one. Whereas of now, there are there games now that I want to buy and play. Of course, there are. Am I going to? No, because I have games at home that I could play now that I haven't played. You yet. also can't pirate games because you don't have a PC. True. I mean, yeah, that's another thing. But also, uh, but mm. also, uh, shoot. I'm I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, nope. You lost it. Damn yeah, it. I did. I'm sorry. I had it's something okay. too, and I lost it. <laughs> Did I make, <laughs> uh, Sparks, did I make you lose your thought? I, I apologize if I did. No, I, I made myself lose it. I okay. same. Um, Damn, it, it, it just really it just really sucks to just you know the the industry, the comic book industry doesn't do well just in general. It, the, it does. The comic book peak has peaked, and it was the mid nineties. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember now. Um, if you are an Amazon Prime member, if you are. If you already happen to have that for whatever luxury you do, go ahead and take a look at what they offer you in comics because it's a pretty big selection already without yeah. you having to get Comixology or any of that. If you're already on Amazon Prime, check out what comics you have. That's how I read the Darth Vader uh, volume, uh, first two volumes by Charles yeah. Solda. I mm-hmm. said I read. And that was through Amazon Prime. That wasn't through anything else. And also, doesn't Amazon own Comixology? Yeah. Yes, yes. but that do- but that doesn't That's mean a that like if you're though. subscribed to Comicsology, it doesn't mean you get the Amazon Prime books. I, I don't. I was going to say like it's not the same way around. If you're subscribed to Amazon Prime, then you get Comicsology. No, it okay. doesn't work that way. Okay, either. it's not okay. I was I was curious. They, Amazon does own Cam- Comicsology, but you have to subscribe to that service separately. But if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber. You do then get you, some. You get an ex, you get access to a bunch of comics already. That's right. And you should check out what those comics are and spend some time with them it, if it, you're interested. It's just it just. I just think a lot of people don't realize that's that even yeah. exists. Yeah. And I just want to say again, it just sucks because you know the comic book industry doesn't do well. Um, this is an industry that is forced to stay physical. I mean, it is. I've talked about it before. It's it's one of the few industries that makes sure that all levels are working on the same level from distribute from creation to distribution to to the shops you know all the way down the level they all have to operate in a symbiotic relationship that benefits all of them so it has to stay physical but the physical media is more expensive than the digital media and it's mm-hmm. much more but they're the same price which is another problem right but they're the same price and it's, you know there's a benefit to wanting to go all digital i get it but you know what if you're at a place with a local comic shop and you're reading your comics on your computer, just drop out, drop down that local comic drop shop, by. and you're also hurting them. And and 
if you're like bare minimum solution is like I can't really go to the comic store or anything anymore, I'm telling you, just get a Comixology account. Don't become a subscriber. Just register an account with it because I'm not a subscriber, but I do have a they registered have account. And they will email you when they do bundle releases where things are like discounted up to 75% and they are bundles. They are not just single issues. They are like, would you like this entire run? Would you like this uh, section of Transformers books from the 80s? Almost Whatever. Like, like PS and they Plus, constantly yeah. circulate yeah. these throughout the months and you don't have to pay any kind of subscription fees or anything. You just go in and you see, I have all of Annihilation in digital because I bought it for like $12 yeah, on right. Comixology on a digital bundle. Go in and do this. Take advantage of it. Comixology mm-hmm. uh, yeah, gives out a lot of free comics. Uh, Marvel Unlimited has free comics. DC Universe, I think. I mean, you have to pay for it. But um, what's, your, what's, your, um, what's your favorite way to read a comic book? Physical. No, I mean like single uh, oh, trade. Oh, I, I like omnibus. I like single issues. Single issues because I, I, it's almost like I like the cliffhanger. I'm like, oh, cool, this ended. I don't. I have to think about it for a week or a month. I mm-hmm. I really like trades because I don't like ads. Trades or complete collections. I like I like trade collections because I still like the like more abbreviated version of. Mm-hmm. I don't like holding a massive book in my hands most of the time. I yeah. prefer like the tiny one. I think they last longer because the wear isn't as extreme yeah. as it is on the big books, unless it's really great binding. Mm-hmm. But I don't like. Uh, I prefer that over single issues just because I don't love the ads. When the ads come up in the middle of the issue, it always irritates me a little. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Snick- during Snickers. Those damn Snickers commercials. Those commercial yeah. uh, ads. Those are ugh. Ben. What's your um, favorite way to read a comic book? <laughs> I would say trades. I mean, it doesn't matter for me if the whole complete story is in there or at least a, an arc is there. I'd rather read that. But of course, obviously, I'm not opposed to reading the single issues either. Yeah. My, uh, like IDW, I love how they put all their ads in the back after the story is done. Oh, they do? They yeah. do. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my, my favorite. My, I like complete collections the most. They, they're the larger trades, about 12 issues each. Omnibus. Um, they're they're half of an omnibus. It's omnibus. Where, where, it, where it came from. The omnib- no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. They, 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 they used to put out an omnibus, and then they would split the omnibus into two complete collections. Um, those are my favorites. I'm recently collecting uh, Green Lantern. The Green Lantern run I love so much. I'm getting those incomplete. And Jason Aaron's complete Ghost Rider and Thor's yes. are rolling out. Rad. So uh, I, those are my favorites because they, they bundle everything uh, mm-hmm. that that writer has done for yeah. that run. And it, 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 it becomes like a trade collection in complete order because trades sometimes can bounce around issues, include issues that weren't part of the thing, uh, omit issues. Uh, but the complete collections are the complete run in that order that it came out. Sure. Those, were, those I, were always my favorite. Uh, I, I definitely pirated a lot when I was a teenager because yeah. I, I didn't think about it. I didn't care. You know, you're young. You're good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I, that's how I read all of Green Lantern. Um, and then the second that I that I became an adult, I bought the hardcover for Blackest Night because I wanted yeah. to support that book that I really liked, and that was an expensive hardcover. That's a good book. <laughs> it is. Um, so yeah, I'm the I'm the comic king, right? That's what that's I'm known on, on in, yeah, in comic the, king the, in the verse. You're also known as the spiciest meme lord. I'm all the things, baby. Uh, when we moved in together, You've been wearing Sparks, a cloak. Uh, I it was hard for me to find a job at the beginning uh, of our thing, so I had literally no money. So I didn't buy comics for months, and that was the worst experience of my life because me not reading a comic. A week is awful because I get behind in the whole universe and I have so much backlog and I'm like, I didn't steal those books because those people still need to get paid. Like just like I don't, I wouldn't, st- I wouldn't steal a car. <laughs> I wouldn't download a car. <laughs> it's cheesy when you're a child, but it is actually funny and true because I wouldn't steal a car. I mean, it sucks, but luckily that's why we have comic book stores. So we're stealing a car after this, right? That's no, we're not. No, no Grand Theft Auto. Lamborghini. But like, Ryan, when you said you couldn't buy those books or couldn't buy books for a while, yeah. I remember when I the first time I had to stop buying comics. I was in the middle of a, a, a Sonic run that I was somewhat enjoying before Sonic went to IDW, and I stopped buying books. And I 
don't know, and I don't know what happened after um, before the switchover. But I'm not I even I'm not going to pirate those books. Yeah. Next time, yeah. Well, like WonderCon is around the quarter. Sure I'm is. going to be looking through those. I'm going to go. Yeah. It, once we all go to Frankenstein's. Next time, we go to Frankenstein's. I have some money to burn. I'll ask people like, Hey, what Sonic the Hedgehog books do you have? I'm going to try and find those books so I can purchase and read them. Yes, they're secondhand, but at least I bought them from someone who bought them from the from the distributor. I want to talk about real quick. I don't know how much you guys uh, watch these kind of videos, but there's actually there's a lot of um, YouTube like people who do like the story like oh. Oh, this is Brian ben- Brian Bendis's like trade, and they they do like a dramatic rereading. I just of it. started to get into some of those. Yeah, so I don't have a problem with those because those are different. That is not them stealing the comic; that is them retelling yeah, yeah. it with yeah. their own stuff. And um, there's an entire audience who I don't actually, read comics well, who I, get those stories. I think it's really great because it's actually playing really well to an audience of people who are blind. Yeah. Oh, and can't read comics. And I yeah. love yeah, I love. But the I've been really interested in wanting to get to know those characters. It's um, almost like like audio. Dramas. I've actually been a really big fan of those. Uh, I think they're really cool. I haven't spent enough time with them, but like, I think it's a really great idea. It's an idea I almost wanted us to do where yeah. I'm like, I kind of want us to sit down and like do a dramatic rereading of a comic I've because always I think I it's, love that. because I think it's really nice. I think it's really cool and a cool way to revisit it, but you're right. It is different. It's a different yeah. experience. Yeah. Cause I just want to bring that cause there are, there are not a lot. There are a couple comic creators who also say, Oh, I hate those YouTube channels that make all the stories of the comics. I don't think it's the same thing. Cause I think that's a different audience. Because people, like, I think there's, like, people stumble on the YouTube and, like, oh, I want to re- hear about the Green Lantern thing. Because uh, if you, I think they would just pirate the comic instead of listening to someone tell you about it. Mm-hmm. They're, like, it's, like, a let's play it. It's kind of a different thing. Yeah, I get that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of running out of things to say. No. Should we get final yeah. thoughts or any more? I, I feel like I capped myself pretty well yeah. with some of the, like, yeah. you know, I just want to remind everyone. Amazon Prime is is a source of comics. It's limited, but th- it exists. And if you have Amazon Prime already, there's no reason you shouldn't take a look. There's um, an app. I'm not saying like get it for comics, but if you have it, check it out. Mm-hmm. There's webtoons. There's also Hoopla, which yeah. is a library one. Right. Hoopla. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Which is like if you go to your library, uh, you can actually like rent trades through your library digitally. Right. No, I was actually thank you for mentioning webtoons because I was I thought I was going to talk about it, but I didn't think it was relevant. Yeah. But even if you don't like. If you're a big indie person, but you don't and you hate the big two with all your heart and soul, check out Webtoon. I have a free plan with Webtoon. Yes, you have to wait until the creators put their stuff out, but Linda Sedgick, she has a great book or story on there called Punderworld, and it's awesome. It's a story between Hades and Persephone. It is glorious, like it. and yeah. I love her. I love that book, and I love that little thing. I'm so glad you brought up Linda Sedgick. Stepan Sedgick, a writer frequently on this, mm-hmm. uh, talked about frequently uh, here, he releases a lot of his stuff for free on DeviantArt. Yeah. Oh yeah. But his but Sunstone is still one of the the high, one of the top uh, New York Times bestseller lists. So it's very interesting to me that he can do that and ha- people would have it free, have it for free. But his audience is so loyal yeah. basically to the point like they we're gives, going to support he, you. He gives so much away like they want to support him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think that is like a uh you know it's it's also the luck of how much does it connect with an audience, how much does it find an audience before you can you re- can reach that point. But I do think it has a lot to do with the fact that like they know he provides that and they're like, "Well, I want to support you in some way still." Right. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's that plays into its own special situation for sure. But just a reminder that things are out there like Comicsology mm-hmm. is an option. Take a look at those bundles. Keep an eye out for them. I still, Humble Bundle I, I is a big all, one. Humble Bundle's a great I got a Humble one. Bundle every single day. I have every Army of Darkness comic ever printed ever because of Humble Bundle. I have like 14 Warhammer books digitally on my phone. And that was $15. Like I have them. Yep. I paid for them. They're all there. I yep. have a bunch of Star Trek books too. Like oh, a, yeah. a shit ton. I mean it was $15 and it was like 
almost every Star Trek comic that's ever existed. I'm like, I'm going to go for that. Uh, Marvel Unlimited is 10 bucks, and there's almost every Marvel comic you could ever want. There's DC Universe, which is six bucks, seven bucks? Um, eight. Eight bucks, so you get comics and, and all the all And the all the other and DC the, Universe stuff that's happening on like, the show. I completely like, understand if you don't have a local comic shop. Uh, if you do have internet, there's a hundred percent legal ways you can do and, it. And and mm-hmm. ultimately, there is still the secondhand market. If you want to look for trades of older books, like you can definitely do that. You have options. Yeah, yep. there are so many options, and you need to consider them. That's and, all. And for my final thoughts, don't be a dick to the creators. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're on. Sorry. Oh, are you now? No, I was doing the end music because it's always your picture of "Don't be a dick" at the end of our videos. But. People, when people, because like when we saw on Diet Cases Twitter, people saying, "Oh, but I have to um, pirate." Uh, no, you please, don't. please, our Lord and Savior Diet Cases. Yeah, our Lord and Savior Diet Cases. Excuse me, forgive me, my Lord. Um, you don't have, like we said earlier, you don't I forgive you. <laughs> you don't have to pirate books. There are ways you. I mean, yes, it's annoying, but there are ways you can legally get books. People talk about libraries. People talk about Comicsology. They talk about Marvel Limited. Just don't be a dick to the creators. And even if you're bitching about a book who that, oh, this character who was a progressive character, their book got canceled. XOXO is not happy about it. It's like, well, did you buy the book? And your answer is no, then you're part of the problem. And fundamentally, seriously, if you are a person who's pirating comics, don't argue with the people who make the comics yeah, about whether that. that's valid or not. You are one of the, don't do it. You are digging your own grave if yeah. you're trying to do that. One of the Donnie Cates quotes, like where he's like, "Yeah, comicology still a thing." Is was like, "Yeah, I live in a third world country and I pirate your comics." And he's like, "Hey, maybe don't tell me about it because you're literally no. stealing from me. And yeah. You're telling me you're you're a thief." Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. I agree. So don't be uh, a dick. Re- buy the damn books. Uh, Hoopla, you have to have a library card. I think so. Yeah, for that, but okay. it's free. Hey guys, uh, go to your public library, get a library card, get Hoopla, and then get Canopy. Canopy is a video streaming service that you can activate with your library card, and you get free access to a ton of films, mm-hmm. old films, newer films. I'm not kidding with you. Now they're more like art craft films, things that you'd expect to be shown for school. But like I was saying earlier. Almost every A24 film is on there. Awesome. Ooh. So keep there this in mind, go. guys. What's that? What's that? Canopy? Canopy. K-A-N-O-P-Y. Ooh. Get a public library card and get Canopy. Yeah. Also, it's not hard to get a This public episode is sponsored by Canopy. The public libraries. Yeah, also, Canopy and Hoopla. Also, Hoopla. also, support your public library because that is like the one place you can go to where you're not pressured support to buy anything. Art. Support <laughs> art. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, of all yes. mediums, of all mediums. Why do you think last time when I was at MA Impulse, I hurt, I hurt so much because there's so much art I wanted to yeah, buy. Dude. And if you are a comic fan and you have a comic shop in your area and you haven't walked in, walked in. Visit, yeah, give them a, just give them walk a visit. In. Walk in. Oh, they, I can take a look. I can guarantee Pick you, up an issue. I can guarantee that once I get paid, I'm walking to Comic Madness with my head held You're high. You're not the problem, though. I know, but I'm just saying, walk in there. But I've seen your shelf of comic books. You're not, I'm not worried about you. <laughs> I'm just excited when You're I get not paid, the okay? All right. Let's, shall we? Talk about more comics? Let's Talk do about it. some more comic books? Yes, we should. Space piracy. Hey, welcome to the Fake Nerd uh, Comic Shop. Yeah, hi. Um, Do you have any books? Uh, can you be a little more specific? Um, Anything readable? Right at the time now for our book club, Ryan... Take it away. It's me, the Comic King. I uh, like the Punisher, and I like space. I've been thinking about space a lot, whether it be wars or treks. And I thought, what if I added a gun-toting murderer instead of a Pacha- uh, Chateau Picard? So I picked Space Punisher, written by 
uh, Frank Thierry and John by Mark Texiera. And it's a, a four issue, like pretty brisk read of uh, just some really fun space shenanigans. Space Punisher dealing with uh, evil watchers. Sim brood. Sim brood dance. Yeah, symbiotes and broods put together. You have the Hulk who looks like Goro with four arms. He's a space monster. Uh, I think this book's just really, Who's really. It by? I said it. Oh, did you? I sure did. All right. He I'll did. say it again. Frank Thierry, Mark Texiera. Nice. Thanks for paying attention to me, Sparks. What the fudge? I was looking at pictures. No, I know. In this is book. a picture book? It's got pictures. Uh, no, I just, I, I remember I, I was like the only person who bought this book when it came out. <laughs> and because I talked to the creator and he's like, yeah, dude, nobody bought this book. So I really appreciate you. Uh, I just think it's a really fun ride. Uh, just like a fun little Punisher story that's also like a weird space uh, opera. <laughs> It, it's, you know it's what the, a wild book. You know what the art reminds me of after when I was reading this book? Huh. It reminds me a lot of um, like cosmic punk and like those old 1950s style. Uh, it, um, it reminded me of J.K. Woodward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the, like the those Star old, Trek stuff. Yeah. Like those old timey style of. Um, it's pulp novels. Yeah. The, pulp yeah. novels. That's are why this is 100% like pulp, pulp, science yeah. pulp fiction. Yeah. That's what I was this trying to This is like go for. Flash Gordon art. Yeah, yes. my biggest. Yeah. That's what I was going for. Flash Gordon, Marvel art. Like you open, like I'm on a page where you see John Carter, Deadpool, um, the leader. Yeah, Deadpool, the leader, and Sabretooth, and freaking the Hulk has four arms. It's like what? This, this, if I have one complaint about this book, it's that it's too short. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised there was only four issues and how quick those issues. I would have, I would have, I. It's not even that I don't think it should be longer. It's just I, I think it could be longer, and I want it to be longer. Yeah, I uh, want to know more about about Doc Ock's octopus legs. Yeah, love or it. Magneto, or or just have another story set in the same place, even if it's not following the Punisher. Yeah, or H- Hitler old, clones. Yeah. Oh God. So basically, it's 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 the Punisher story. Just take it to space. Uh, the space mafia killed his family, and the space mafia is cons- is the six fingered hand. hand, Red Skull, Magneto, Simbrood, Ant Queen, um, Doc Ock, Ultron, Ultron, Ultron. the Green Goblin, then the, the Green, Green Goblin. Goblin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're actually all working for secretly this group of watchers, watchers. who didn't want to watch. They wanted to control six yeah. watchers who decide they were gangster big watchers. Gangster watchers. watchers. Gangster watchers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a assemble planet. Yeah, no, uh, it's assemble city Avengers. and it's Avengers planet. Assemble city, but that is still rad. You um, got like the Avengers, and the Avengers actually look freaking rad. Jarvis like, kicks Frank Castle's Lord ass. Oh, dude, uh, Robo, I need to give me a butler. <laughs> yeah, uh, Robo Jarvis is super fun. Uh, spoiler alert, like we're talking about this book like he's like thrown into space and like he's the cliffhanger ending of his eyes wake up when the Avengers call him uh, and I'm like I want to write the sequel books <laughs> yeah I just want to do more of this nonsense the art is so good it yeah. is it it's is. incredible it's beautiful yeah this Mark is a Texiera beautiful beautiful book is a, is a, this is a is painter this is one of those books where I looked at the cover and I'm like this looks really fun I hope that the art is as good inside and then the art is the same as the art on the cover yeah. and I'm like oh it's just great all throughout Lord, the Hulkbuster scene <laughs> Yeah, is with, with Leonard Holy Sampson. shit, Leonard Sampson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, six months ago, you guys wouldn't know anything about the Star Jammers, but now you know who Corsair is. So uh-huh. you get to meet the, the Star Jammer um, and Barracuda and all these like side characters. The Hulk's so cool. The Hulk is rad. Um, yeah, the art is stunning in this book. Oh, that's my favorite page. I posted on Twitter where uh, Frank's uh, looking at a hologram of his family. But he has skulls in his eyes. He has skulls in, in his eyes. And I'm like, yeah. this is a good image. Yes. That is. <laughs> or he has Doc Ock on the front of his ship, the Marie, which has oh, the voice yeah. of his wife. And he's like... And his son, Chip. I just yeah. love how Chip brutal. off the old block. Yeah. Shit. You know, what I lo- a- Go ahead, sorry, sorry. you know what I love about this book? How brutal it is. Yeah. Like, I just flipped this scene where he just blows Doc Ock's head off. He's murdering fools left and right. And it's just like, you know what? F all y'all. Like this page where, do you know what this page reminds me of with the uh, um, 
Punisher on top of the Hitler clones. What? Ar- it reminds Army me of Darkness? No, Doom. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I see that. Um, the Hitler clones, guys. Yes. If you the know, Hitler clones. This, for some reason, they show his Punisher Noir outfit. And I'm not sure why, oh. but that's what he, that's his Punisher Noir outfit. Uh, I think they're talking about weird time stuff. Maybe I don't know. We're parallel universe. Oh, yes, because they do. They do you throw them in another parallel. That dimension. that could be it. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah. But the Watchers have a great uh, a great uh, quote talking to Frank, and they're like, "Without us, everything falls apart. We are the universe, Frank Castle, and you are a caveman throwing rocks at gods." Yeah, I think they're looking at different realities. Franks. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's cool. What if, what happened when or when um. Uh, he has the the universal neuralizer, the ultimate nullifier. The oh ultimate yeah, nullifier is like it was a joke. Yeah, like yeah. we made but, that. But when it's like you wouldn't possibly hit that and uh, undo everything in the universe. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then click. Clicks click. <laughs> um, so Chip, uh, if you've seen any Punisher stuff, uh, he has a a uh, sidekick named Microchip. So at first I thought it is like oh it's his Microchip sidekick, but then it's also his son. And I'm like oh it's two in one. Yeah. Oh Marvel. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Sparks he w- just flipped He won't him. use it because he knows if he does, he won't only destroy us, but the entire universe as well. Even his vengeance has its limits. Yep. Oh, yeah? Observe. Click. And oh, also, the, the, you the fl- cover the fourth my, issue. Which is my fair cover because it reminds me a lot of Flick's Mentallo Man Muscle Mystery, mm-hmm. where the cover is, you buy this comic or the Earth is doomed. Yeah. You and instead, it's, shoot, buy this comic or I'll shoot the planet. With the ultimate oh, nullifier. my God. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, this is what I wanted to flip to because this oh is my, my favorite part of the comic. Holy shit, guys! When the Hulk is stepping f- towards Frank and there's a voice inside his chest saying, oh, "Please!" Yeah. And the Hulk reaches a hand in and digs out his own chest and reveals Bruce on the inside kill me. as a person. Kill and he says, me. "Kill me!" And Frank just shoots his head. Just and then the Hulk screams and takes off with just the the shot through head and blood of Bruce Banner hanging out of his chest. And he holy, that's jumps like that's away. immortal Hulk shit, right? Yeah. There, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, if that doesn't happen in the Immortal Hulk, I'll be upset. Man, you got like, yeah, you got the Avengers Federation where you have like Iron Man, who's literally part Iron Man. Ant Man mm-hmm. is an ant dude. Uh, Quicksilver is like a weird streak of gooey stuff. Um, uh, Thor's, Thor's Mjolnir has spikes on it. Yeah, he does. Which is cool. Um, yeah, like, there's not a lot to this book. It's just Frank getting revenge on a bunch of space evil bad guys, but there's like Red Skull has a bunch of Hitler clones. That's really fun. Yeah. Uh, he kicks all their asses. I mean, obviously, the four of us have read a whole lot of comics that we could just like, okay, this is an Elseworlds thing. Everything's in space. Just roll with it. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, while I was reading this, I thought, you know what? Even a Casey Casual, if you just tell us like, it's in space, just roll with it. Yeah. They might really enjoy it. Absolutely, because all the bad guys that you know are still bad guys. Yeah, they're uh, just different. Like yeah. Ultron is a bio, is like a cyborg in a way. Yeah. And he's, I mean, obviously he's not the Ultron we know, but still, I mean, it's like how he kills yeah. Ultron, how Chip kills Ultron. Oh, that's rad. That was, that was like, I, I love the look of him in his Punisher outfit with his little bubble <laughs> airhead oh, yeah, and yeah. his little laser sword. Yeah. God, the Simbrood ants are so cool. Oh, man. That is pretty, that's pretty rad. A little sound and fury. Yep. Yeah. This is sound and that's fury. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, There's fish porn. <laughs> There's fish oh, porn. Oh, yeah, the fish porn scene. That's, pretty, that's ridiculous. <laughs> he, he looks always like, fish porn? Really? The Disney's to it! Yeah. Um. I think this is just, you know... It's, it's, fun, just, it's, it's a, a really fun, fun book. book. It's such a gorgeous book. Yeah, it is. After Shirtless Bear Fighter, I was like, I want something that's like also fun. This The art the art is a lot... Reminds me a lot of Alex Ross. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Painterly. I mean, obviously it's not, but it's... it's oh, the ship kills the, very, kills the dude. Oh. oh, yeah, like Murray's hovering over all of us. Yeah. If anyone wants oh, to Oh, yeah. I love the I love the parallel page of when uh, the Punisher first walks into the bar, 
and all the guys are looking at him and clocking their weapons and then later it's the exact same panels but everybody's more scared of him because he just got like the biggest baddest dude killed yeah he's lasered him Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, i really like the idea of watchers like we were tired of watching we wanted to control so we became gangsters yep (laughs) the designs of the characters like the redesign of ultron the red skull magneto the green goblin i love the redesign he's so cool he looks so good he kind of looks he looks like a gargoyle yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. on the tv series uh doc ock man it's so good i want i want more so yeah, me, yeah. Too. me too luckily Art is incredible luckily i don't think anything ever is going to ha- happen with this side of the universe so just give me like 10 years i'll get there guys oh man we the opening the opening of the second issue with the hulkbusters going after the hulk it's so epic and, and they're just like this is a job for the hulkbusters <laughs> it's like flash <laughs> from flash gordon and then they just get eviscerated they they just get wrecked talbot yeah. and ross Straight ross kills talbot yeah, yeah. Anyone Space else? Federation. Anyone well, else with all due respect, General, if that was the answer to the Hulk problem, then I'd hate to hear the question. Zap! Anybody else want to try their hand at comedy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Good book. Yeah, fun this book. was a lot of fun. Sabretooth just jumps in the Hulk's mouth. Oh, it just gets eaten. Oh, yeah. Oh, they all got taken out so quick. Freaking yeah. Deadpool's head gets just ripped off and chucked into space because why not? It's really pretty. Oh, my he God. Has when, he has, when he has the Red Skull's head and he just throws it at Ultron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he throws, the, he throws the, the head because he put Goblin's uh, goblins, pumpkin, uh, pumpkin, it, yeah. pumpkin, pumpkin. Oh, right that's in right. There, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really a yeah. gorgeous book. I'm this, glad you guys like it. This book is fun. Yeah, the, it, the art is incredible, and then like the the kills are so good. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're so they're so fitting. Like the art when the Red Skull's head comes off. I took a picture oh, of that. Is one. incredible. Yeah, yeah. God, this could be a what if. What if they made this a what if what if episode? God. Yeah. What if the Punisher were in space. She John Bernthal <laughs> comes back. From Hell Punisher. yeah! Why not? Punisher in space. And he hid Chip's body inside Doc Ock's body. Oh, yeah. yeah. In space, no one can hear you die. <laughs> yeah, this was a good one. Exceptional. exceptional. Very exceptional. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Who's next? Is my turn next? Oh, do you know what you'd like? Yeah, I figure I'll do Batman Damned. Ooh. Is that the Black Label The first book? Black Label Batwang? book. Yeah, Batwang. It's been Bat-wang. a while since I saw the Batwang. Bat-wang. Time to whip Damn. it out. Uh, this will be the censored version, so no Batwang. What if I have? No, I don't. I didn't buy it. <laughs> uh, it's $100. I, was, I, could, I could have sold it for something. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Batman Damned. I have not read this one yet, so I don't know if it's going to be as fun as Space Punisher. Probably not. But hey, who knows? Got Batwang. Um, but a couple of things as we move out of here, guys. Uh, we have a date locked down for our interview with Marcus the Googs. Guggenheim. <laughs> Hell yeah. Is his full name actually Marcus? No. Oh. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's Mark, Mark the... I doubt it. Uh. Highly doubt it. <laughs> um, so Marcus the Googs Guggenheim will be on the show. Uh, we're going to put that one up on our Patreon first. So we're recording it this weekend, mm. and that'll be up on our Patreon this weekend, and then we'll release it too. So uh, if you want to hear it first, you better pay. Well, you know, <laughs> that goes back to like you know, I don't, I don't believe in in paywalls personally. So I'm like, gonna get we're gonna capitalism. We're gonna give you. We're gonna give you everything for free. But if you want to help us out, you get a hey, perk. Keep, hey, keep the lights on. If, if you want, if you want to help us out, you get a perk. Um, next week was our Birds of Prey review. Oh. Birds of Prey and the fabulous eman- and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harless G Quinn. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're just extending everybody's names tonight, aren't we? <laughs> um, the reviews are starting to come out, and it's getting really good reviews. Excellent. Um, I'm really stoked. I'm. The more I see, the more I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm yeah I heard it made it. all the ornery white boys angry. So. Hell yeah, dude. yeah. yeah. Uh, the, hopefully the reviews are good. Hopefully the, the we got we saw a thing on Twitter. Another thing you got on on Twitter about about hey these women don't look sexy. Oh, oh. That up. I witnessed that. What a funny guy. That guy got trashed in the comments. Yeah, good. 
Um, also, gonna, I miss this. Oh, oh there was we'll a show. guy. There was oh, guy. He's like, uh, like the the trailer for Birds of Prey is like, oh, this is what like people think th- these women are hot. These don't look like any of the women that I think are hot. Blah blah blah. And, and everyone's like, oh man, you are so full of it. How do you not think any of these people first are beautiful? Off, Mary Elizabeth Winstead looks hot. And he's, his whole thing is like, oh, they're so like butch and like manly. I'm like, what are you talking about? What's wrong with that? His whole th- his whole thing. Sparks was saying that this movie doesn't have any sex appeal, so it's not gonna bring in the average comic audience. I'm like, oh, you. What Whatever, dude. They didn't need you. Yeah. Exactly. This dude's a freaking. It goes. It goes to the whole se- sense of like, the Last Jedi was a flop. <laughs> Captain Marvel was a flop. Oh my god, guys! Uh, both made over a billion dollars. Neither I, are flops. Is comic book the bad one, or are they all bad? The They're ones? all bad. Okay, so one of them was like uh, uh, Captain Marvel two to be less controversial. That was a comic book movie. Yeah. Hey, that movie's not controversial. Shitty white dudes made a controversial. <laughs> that movie's not controversial. Movie also still made a billion dollars. So f you. Yup. So. We're the worst, guys. I'm sorry. I, we are. We, I'm sorry for all of us. I hey, hope birds of prey. We try our best on this podcast. Yeah. Hey, people, don't be a dick. No, yeah. So yeah, birds of prey is next week, and as we alluded to uh, at the top of the episode, our Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order review will be up uh, this week as, as well on Wednesday. That will also go up on our Patreon. It will it? It will be up soon. It will be up soon. Maybe we, this week. Are we only doing it as audio, as video? I thought we were also doing audio video. What we're doing audio and video. Oh, then it'll, it'll oh. be up audio this week. Okay, video might be up this week, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, audio will go up early. Okay, audio will go up early on our Patreon. Video. Ping pong. So if you want to listen, Patreon guys, please help us. We're poor, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's all we, we got. Buy comics. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's all we got coming up for the for the for the week. After Birds of Prey, we got movie review, movie review, movie review, movie review. I'm excited. And Lock and Key somewhere in there. Damn. And excited. movie review and movie review and movie review and movie review. And then Probably, you guys should uh, start reading uh, Dune by uh, then. Movie review. <laughs> I'll start reading Doom eventually. Yeah. I say again. Dune. Damn. Dune. Um. Right, but we have a YouTube page. Yes, Guys, we do. Uh, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube page, please subscribe to our YouTube page. Click the like, subscribe, do the thingies. We're uh, inching our way to 100. We have a, we got 66, we got 66 people. Woo! Three more. Um, so yeah, we, uh, we, have a, we have a couple of series on there. Fake Nerds Watch. Right now, uh, you guys don't have another Fake Nerds Watch series coming soon, right? We do right? not at this moment. Mm, nope. So the only Fake Nerds Watch series going on right now is mine with Michael Carls of the Downright Nerdy Podcast. We are going through Star Trek Picard, Picard. the 10 weeks of that one. So. Is it officially called Star Trek Picard? Yeah. Okay. Star Trek colon Picard. I wasn't sure if it was just Picard yeah. or not. Star Trek colon Picard dash Jedi dash semicolon. Can we not? Order. Exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. Um, when it, when, so people uh, people always abbreviated Star Trek Discovery as Disco. I always hated <laughs> that. Because every every single uh, every single Star Trek Oh, you watched an episode of Disco? Not yet. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I'm going to have to. Yeah. I need to make that five nine nine a month work. You do? So I'm gonna do it. watching one show isn't gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, fourth time's the charm, guys. I'm gonna get their discovery out the fourth time. I believe in you. Um, They'll discover the love for it. I mean, now that I'm kind of used to modern Trek, maybe I can do it. Yeah, I don't know. we'll see. But anyway, so like they call it disco. Um, is they call it disco? I always think it D I S. Every single Star Trek series, it, it the 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 abbreviation is the abbreviation of the subtitle TNG. so tng tng tos ds9 voi voyager e. ent d ent is uh enterprise enterprise e dis discovery pic picard come on people check an episode i'll pick check that out but yes so the first episode of star trek picard is up now second episode will be up sometime this week yeah, yeah. we hated it i'm we holding it in my hand that's mm-hmm. true i'm gonna need that back the palm of your hand yeah yeah 
Well, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we also have Basement Arcade. Still going through Sonic Mania? We we were. I forgot this week because <laughs> I, it was Saturday, and I was like, oh. So, yeah, we need to record more, Ben. Yes, we do. Because we are out. Put up, put up <laughs> oh, you guys are out. Oh, We're, shit, I, we, we are? Got, we got one. We got one more. Okay. okay. Put, up so, the, yeah. put up the other one. The other I one? will. Basement Arcade Series. I will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start working on that. Okay, cool. Doing I'm excited sure. to see that one again. We gotta do the challenge. A challenge. Yes. We gotta do more. We gotta do the next game. We do. Hell yeah. Um. So yes, yeah, so you can find those shows all on our YouTube page. Link in the description. We are a Funko affiliate, ladies and gentlemen. We love Funko Pops. I've got too many Funko Pops. But if you want to get too many Funko Pops, click the link in the description <laughs> and use promo code Shop Ten for ten percent off your purchase. Whoop whoop. Um, Patreon. We have a Patreon. We were talking about the Patreon up top. Um, subscribe to our Patreon, guys. Please. Yeah. Please see if you the, want. Keep, keep the lights on. Look, like I said, this show will always, always be free. Everything we put out will be free to you forever. Yep. But if you want to help us out, we yeah. put out a lot of content. Yeah. It's hard on the wallet. That, that'd be nice. Um, Are they technically pirating us? No, we're free. No. No, we're free. no, no, we're no. free. And I'm only saying this because uh, January was a really tough year. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm 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 poor. It was tough enough for the whole year. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also have a tea public. If you'd like to support us there, uh, buy our merch. Um, you can find all the links in the description below. Um, thank you to everyone who listens. We greatly appreciate all of you guys telling friend, uh, not telling a friend, doing whatever you are supporting our art by just clicking play. Yeah. That's how you guys support our art. Um, or telling people to click play. Tell them. You don't need to listen to the whole thing. We already got the listen. Yeah. You hit that play right. button. You just turn your phone off. I don't care. Yeah. Um, thank you to Jeremy Bellucci for our musics. Um, all that sort of stuff that he does for us. You can find him at Jeremy Village Keyboards. Uh, he does a podcast called Suburban Proctologist. You can find that on iTunes, uh, facebook.com slash Suburban Proctologist Official, and Instagram at Subpop Podcast. Thank you to Mike Matoli. I've done this every week. Yeah. The, yeah. The same bit every week. Wow. Well, it's not a... I mean, it's... it's all podcasts do that. I'm just saying. I love outros. I'm just saying. Like, just the repetition of it got me all of a sudden. All of a sudden? Anyway. Thank you to Mike Matola. We greatly appreciate it. Switch it up. It. Call him Matola, comma Mike. Um, we greatly appreciate everything you do. I uh, hope you had a safe move. You're already out of the state by now. Oh. Uh, we miss you already. Um, we'll see you at the next con. Uh, but he does our logo. You can find him at Mike Matola. Does a lot of cool stuff on his Instagrams. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcast. FakeNerdGuys at gmail.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us personally, I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ryan. I'm at DJ Tony Snark everywhere. Ben. I'm Ben Magnet27 on Instagram and Twitter. You can also find me, Ryan, for OldSchoolGamerMagazine.com. Sparks. You can find me supporting comic creators and buying books at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. Hell yeah. Um, subscribe where, to where us. are you? Did you already say I already you? said. Yeah, here I said my first. I've been doing this for weeks, man. I got this down. The repetition got to me. <laughs> um, subscribe <laughs> to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, rate and review wherever you get us. We greatly appreciate it. Until next week, guys. Sports are... Stay fake, nerds. Buy comic books. <laughs> the game is on. Sports. <laughs> <laughs>